0: Namaste nice, everyone. Welcome to the Char work podcast. This is your host Kushal Mehra. So a lot of water has flown on the bridge. Just for the clarification, hmm. before I was part of a shit storm a, few, a couple of days ago, I had conceptualized this podcast in a general level. And then obviously you guys know what has happened in the last two days. So I was like, you know what, I'll add more people to the discussion. So as you know, today we're going to talk about how do we criticize religion? Uh, there are multiple uh, opinions, and uh, I thought let us get a diverse panel because uh, you know today's panel has we have the authentic scientist in Razib Khan uh, who who can you know talk about uh, science and uh, and rationality from a very authentic perspective. Then you have Walid with humor who has been uh, you know criticizing religion and making people laugh uh there's the neo-atheistic perspective with Haris although I don't think so Haris will be like I'm not a neo-atheist or a proper one I don't know <laughs> and then you have the believer's perspective with Sham. so uh, first of all I want to thank all four of you of coming because uh, making this podcast happen especially Sham and uh, Rajiv they have gotten up really early in the morning so I really appreciate <laughs> it uh, I, the other two, I just bullied to come them. Uh, you know, bu- bullied them to come on the podcast, especially uh, Valid, uh, considering uh, what's happening uh, at Valid's end. So, okay, let's start this discussion. So, I want to start with you, Razib. So, let's. How about this? How do you think Razib is the most uh, effective way? I, I don't want to talk about the legality. I think everybody on this mm. discussion is going to be agreeing that uh, anything goes as long as it's not a call to violence. So let's not discuss the legality. Today's discussion is what is the most effective way beyond the legality to criticize religion? So Rajiv, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I mean, I think one thing we have to keep in mind is people are diverse. Uh, So uh, there might not be one effective way. So maybe there is the most effective way for the most people. Um, But you can imagine a situation, there could be multiple strategies So, for example, um, you know, there are people who stop believing in religion because they read some philosophy book, okay? So that's a very effective way for some people, so you can reason with them. Um, But most people are stupid. So they're not going to be persuaded by philosophy books, in my opinion. So they might have some emotional epiphany. Um, You can use some sort of other argument um, based on, like, you know, Cultural values, these sorts of things. Other times, you can shock someone. So, um, to, to give to give a concrete example, I, I've never really been much of a religious believer. I mean, maybe I shouldn't admit this because I might get in trouble, like Armin. But this is really mild. Um, but I, I think I've told this story. I was like eight, and I realized, like, yeah, I was like, I didn't know what the word atheist was, but I realized I was probably an atheist. Um, so I snuck my parents' Quran. And I put it on the on the ground and I jumped on it just to see if anything would happen. <laughs> and nothing happened. So then I was like, okay, like I think I've tested this hypothesis. Um I was told that really bad <laughs> see, things would immediately happen and it didn't, right? And so, okay, that's how I tested it. But I don't think most people are like that. Um, a lot of people have like uh, you know, different types of reactions. So I know people who stop being religious, uh, whatever religion, because uh the gay issue, you know, where it's like they, they're like, well, I mean, my religion says this is bad, but I don't think this is bad. So how do I square the circle? And the way they square the circle is slowly over time, they just kind of stop believing it. Cause they're like, I can't believe in something that says something that conflicts with my deeper values. So they start to realize what their deeper values are. So, um, I think it can be subtle. Um, I think it can be a very personal journey, but, um, you know, so my opinion on Armin, and I haven't kept track of everything because, um, uh yeah, when I first saw the image, the blue image, oh, that's what I'll call it. Um I was like, I don't see much adult content on my Twitter timeline. So, I mean, that was my first thought. Um he definitely got my attention, but obviously I don't, I mean, to be frank, I don't care. I could see what Armin was doing. Um he has a um I like him personally, I'll say that. I call him the Ayatollah. I like to joke with him and I patronize. <laughs> I'm a patron um of of their feed. The thing is, like, he's a very hyper-rational individual. He's at one end of the human spectrum. And uh, I don't think he's going to persuade many people, but he'll get your attention. And so that's where Armin is in kind of the ecology. And if you're an autistic nerd, Armin makes total sense, right? But he's not a typical human being. And so I think the reaction to him, yes, he's blasphemous and offensive. But also the way that that guy thinks, the way Armin thinks is so atypical that there's going to be a lot of talking past each other. So Armin is like, you know, Armin will be like, well, actually, logically, this is, you know, this is not correct because it says in the Vedas." And like people are like, what are you talking about, dude? I mean, no one reads that crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, speak to my heart. And Armin's like. Well, you know, we're not all born with hearts. So, I mean, I think, you know, but but he'll do, like, he won't, he doesn't care. He's like, you keep telling him, Armin, think with your heart. And Armin will, what I've seen is, like, he just refuses to. Mm. He'll just be like, look at the brain, look at the brain. And so, um, when you look at the, the conflicts that I see, um, so, like, you know, like, we were talking before we got on about some of my conflicts with Hindu Twitter. Again, it's a value problem. I The, the, the most amusing thing that happened recently was a, uh, I'm a geneticist, and so I made a joke about um, genetic descent and Brahmins. Um, I don't really care if you're a Brahmin. The only reason I care is I'll make fun of you um, for various, you know, there's various jokes that I'll do. That's all I really care about. I don't respect that. I don't care. It's not that I disrespect it. I just don't care. I don't believe it matters at all. And so I made a joke. I get up in the morning, and all these Hindus are super outraged, but they didn't understand it was a joke. They thought I was dismissing them, and then they thought I was a Muslim who was dismissing their religion and their caste, and they started insulting me about my Islamic faith and again, this is we're not talking to each other because i I thought the insults were amusing. I actually had to Google a lot of them, but that's a separate <laughs> issue, you know so um you know it's like so like it's like if Armin had shown that picture and the Hindu happened to be blind. And Armin's like, are you offended? And they'll be like, why? I can't see what you're saying. And he's like, well, let me describe this for you. You know? It's just like, like Armin has a particular intent, and um, some of the people are taking their intent correctly. Some of the people are not. But I mean, my my quote, scientific perspective is different people communicate in different ways. And as long as you understand the context, um, you can... Interpret it. As far as whether this is the most potent way to communicate a skepticism of religion, no, but it's the most shocking way, and it'll get the attention of um, some people. I think, and I told you this, Kushal, I think a lot of the vulgarity on Twitter, a lot of the inappropriate behavior is because there are 12- and 13-year-old boys on Twitter that are LARPing. They have a lot of time. They have no relationship. They got no job. They're probably not going to school now so why are they being like such you know inhuman beasts they're 12 year old boys that's my how about do you guys know ender's game yep the the reason they recruited 12 year olds is those are the most vicious amoral human beings yep like they're going to commit genocide against another species without thinking of it because it's fun <laughs> you know so that's that, that's what i would say to that
0: yeah i i kind of get okay let's go to vidu now so uh, so, Waleed, you have always used humor to criticize religion. You have uh, probably, in my view, you have the funniest YouTube channel. I, I just love your content. And uh, now I, I want to point out a particular one. The, this latest series that you had started where, you know, there's a Muslim talking about Islamic values. Uh, you dress up like a mullah, right? And you talk about Islamic values and you 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 critique the society in such a way That uh, when I shared a video with my friend, so this is the thing. He's like, oh, my God, what is this Mullah saying? He did not know that you you were being sarcastic in that case. That's how accurate your depiction of the religious uh, mindset was. But having said this, I mean, it's not that we know each other. That's a separate issue. But your content does not go in a particular direction. Mm. You're very clear. You stay at a particular level. So why have you consciously chosen? Because you're actually a a guy who uses humor to criticize religion, but you never seem to cross that personal line. So why do you do that?
2: Well, I think uh, first and foremost, um, it's important to recognize that everyone has their own style of comedy or their own style of communication. So just because, so if you were to rate me as a cinema movie, I could be like a PG, right? But someone else like Armin would be like 18, right? But I still watch the eighteen, even though my movie is, a, is is a PG. If that makes sense, so I might like support him, but it's not my personal style. If that makes sense, so there'll be some comedians that are very vanilla that I like, and there'll be some comedians that are pretty hard hitting, and and they cover some pretty deep topics in very, in in a very vulgar language. Now I might personally not use that, but I respect their right to use it. But for me personally speaking, I always wanted to do something where. Um, first and foremost, going back to what you said, that the guy thought I was a mullah. Can I just say I'm a better mullah than all these mullahs? Okay, if I could have a very solid career, okay, as a sheikh on YouTube, um, and and I'll be better than all these guys. Okay, that, that's just that's just the fact. I know that for a fact. Secondly, I wanted to blur the line between the reality of religion, what it is, how they how seriously they take it, and comedy. And to blur that line, you don't have to smash it. You've just got to put a chink in it, if that makes sense. you just got to turn something. So this whole uh, Corona thing, you know, oh, this is al corona, and this is a punishment for Allah, <laughs> and this is all this kind of... This is what they believe anyway. And so you just go that one step further, and you make a connection where there isn't one. And some people will, will, will believe you. Oh, yeah, actually, no, that makes sense. But I'm like, bro, I'm just making it up. Right. And I was like, that's the whole point. I'm making it up. Try and connect the dots together. This whole thing is made up. Right. So that's just my personal style. Um, and that will resonate with some people. And in fact, you know, a lot of mus- not, I don't know if this is an insult or a compliment, but a lot of Muslims said, you're my favorite ex-Muslim. Sorry, you're, you're the least de- you're the least detestable ex-Muslim. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So, uh, you know, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, but the point is a lot, a lot of people like me or Muslims like me, but then a lot of Muslims still don 't like me, and they think that even my comedy is too much they They, they, they think the fact that i 'm even imitating as I like or any any Muslim scholar is too much so there'll be always so i can 't cater for everyone, and no one can cater for everyone and there will be always be a number of people that said, no this is this is too much, this is too much for me i, I can 't handle it you know um, I, I actually got to that point because um, I actually initially made my comedy with the mindset, I want to entertain Muslims as well. I don't want them to feel like, oh man, this guy's just taking the piss. I want them to be on the journey with me. But I think my parents were, and I always thought if my parents were to watch one of my videos, would they feel like, oh, this is just funny or would they feel like this is too much? And for, in the beginning, it was funny until they watched the Lion King video, uh, where I did a movie review. And when I said that the, you know, the Sorry. Lion King, ah, so win, yeah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I said that this is the animal Azan. And that was, that, that, that was the line for them. That was like, you can't say animal azan because that's like what you're saying <laughs> that, you know, Allah's calling prayer to animals. Like this is, Um But listen, everyone has a line. Um, on the flip side, on the flip side, and this is going to sound a bit crude or a bit, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. Ext- maybe extreme, maybe not. But am I going to take lessons in how to take care of Jews from Nazis? Am I going to take lessons in what the limit of free speech is from people who propagate or defend killing people for cartoons? Am I going to take lessons in what the the rights of a woman should be in people who think they should be covered up in burqas, right? So at the same time, as much as I'm saying, you know, my personal brand is I want Muslims to enjoy, but at the same time, I recognize that deep in the core of this ideology, if it were up to them, they wouldn't have me in the first place deep in the core of the ideology, if it were up to them, video vids would not exist. No. Forget about Amin Navabi and all these guys that are, you know, you know, putting nude pictures up or whatever you want to call it. They wouldn't have me in the equation either. I'm, I only... Video vids exist in the UK, not in Pakistan or India or Saudi Arabia or Egypt. Think about that for a second. There are many more talented people than myself who know the lingua, who know all of this. They don't exist there. They exist here. So at the same time, I... I from a strategic level, my personal brand, I want them to enjoy. On the other front, you have someone like an Armin who's holding the front and pushing the boundary because he's like you go, don't get to, 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 to determine where the line is. Because if it were up to you, we wouldn't exist in the first place. Yeah. So that's what I would say.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's go to Haris now. So Haris, you and I have had I don't know since the, the since since the day we've been uh, friends. Now we've had our discussions about you know what is the effective way. Of critiquing religion. Now I know you've told me many times I would not do this, I would not do that, and you know we've had this debate on WhatsApp many times. But again, I'm going to state this with you, and I'll ask you this question again. It's not about what should be legal, Harris. It's about if your job or if your aim as an atheist is to convert people into uh, uh, say out of religion. I'm just saying if that's your goal, how is What Armin did is just an example but I'm gonna cover the entire pantheon here. Now I'm a disbeliever. I've always been one now for 20 years actually. Now you you know my stand. I will never spit on a religious book. I will never lick uh, a religious book. I will never stamp on it. I will never piss on it. I will never
1: do whatever. Bro, you can stop right there. You can just stop right there. Can we just I don't know where you're going with this? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's what? important to do that. This is, this is quite this revealing. will never sleeps with a religious book?
3: Finish
4: up with something sexual.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that, that's the
4: whole point, sexual. right? Yeah, yeah. You
0: yeah, see yeah. how everybody in this discussion got uncomfortable. Now we don't yeah. even believe in it, and we got uncomfortable. Now let us flip flip the case. So here's my question to you, Harris. People got uncomfortable when they're not even believers. What happens to the believer? There the, are the a couple of things
5: I want to talk to you about. And uh, as Razib said it, and I think he, he, I've never spoken with Razib before. And he he diagnosed, um, I mean, exactly how I I saw all of you nodding your heads. And I was exactly like that too. And I think I was telling you, I think I was telling both of you, Sham and yeah. um, uh, Kushal, that he, this guy is a. I, I use the term chronic rationalizer because with the three days that I spent with him, the guy <laughs> looks everything in black and white. If it makes sense, you know, the, uh, literally the earth has to uh, come to an end for him to stop saying that or stop putting it out there. And if he's wrong, he'll be the first, if he doesn't make sense, he would, um, he would be the first person to change his view. Now, with, with this thing, he obviously thought that this makes sense. That we've come a long, long way from looking at the Quran with doubts and not being able to even question its um, sanctity. And then on the other, we've come so far that the people like uh, I mean, and as you you know my position, I've always said it that I would never do it myself, but for strategic reasons, not for. Uh, out of respect or for you know emotions of the believers, etc. N- none of that. I, d- I don't care. And this is why I'm actually c- getting a lot of flack as well. After I'm in the I think I'm the second most hated person, even though I never did any of that. Um, but, <laughs> but, but the reason is because you deserve it. Well, we well, do. Yeah, I-, yeah, I-, I, I-, I was re- I was reading some comments. They were saying that there were some uh, the guys with Indian names. I'm assuming they're here to see what what you have to say as well. And they're like. But, but, but the moment you're going to talk about this issue, you're going to, get, you're going to be yeah, right yeah. up there in the hate list because what people are not understanding, they're not understanding our worldview, that we don't hold anything holy. We, Quran is, without a shadow of doubt, is the hardest book to touch. Whether you want to, you would personally do it or not, but we all know it. If we did that in front of a mosque, no matter how many love songs you've been singing, no matter what you've been doing, you will have some serious physical consequences if you did, if you if you did anything to the Quran in front of a mosque. So, so that that's the benchmark. So people like Amin and other people they look at it. They look at it, okay, we're we're doing this. We've done the Bible. Bible was, doesn't even attract anything. Okay, what's next? Okay, we do this now. We're told now. There's a s- severe hypocrisy among some segments on the of the Hindu society. I'm... You know? You know, I'm already the bad guy, so I may as well say it. Obviously, now let me give a disclaimer. M- majority of Hindus are not like that. Some of my patrons are actually two. I, I got, I got, I think three new patrons. Two today. They're all Hindus. They're all Indians, and they're like, yeah, we totally agree with you. So obviously, India is a huge, huge country. 1.4 billion. We can't even imagine how many di- different schools of thoughts there will be of people. So but then we see this loud loudest ones who say, you know, this is what we're going to do and what they're doing with Armin. And Armin, again, is a chronic rationalizer. It doesn't matter what you do to his mother's photos. The guy is missing some sort of a chip. It, 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 he, he would question himself. Uh, how does that make sense? Um, th- th- that's what he'd be thinking. Coming back to the point that whether we should do this, what, what it achieves again, the point, as Reader said as well, we're not going to let these people decide the boundary. Some people today, we were I was having a, this joint stream with Amin Nawabi, and mo- over and over again, people were saying, yeah, well, we have no problem with you criticizing uh, Hinduism, but just don't sexualize Kalima. Oh, right, so that's the line that you want us to draw. Okay, don't say that to a neo-atheist. <laughs> don't give him that. For a very long time, I didn't know that, that there is a line in Hinduism either, because, you know, I'm seeing... These Bollywood movies where they're, where they're destroying Hinduism. I'm seeing these temples, this artwork inside temples, highly sexualized. I'm thinking these guys don't care about anything. These are the most chilled people on earth. Oh, no, hang on. If the Kalima winks, that is somehow very offensive. Now, again, you see the exaggeration where every comment that you look at, oh, we, we're we against the um, sexualization. Where are Where is porn? Uh, you're 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 pornifying our deity where is pornifying of that it, it just kalima is just winking and and we went through the actual traditional image of kalima where she's got a head uh, a severed head of some demon and then she's standing on another dead body and her tongue is sticking out i'm saying you know if we even go by the modern standards or you know like oh if you want to take this route that oh we don't objectify women but you know the, the violence part is a bit more. But fair enough, I take it as your art. I take it as your art. But but don't tell us that you're objectifying it, even though it's not. I mean, there's no penises drawn next to her. There's 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 no point in that. It's just it's just a wink. It's, for a wink, you, you're telling people. So anyway, besides the point, the point is
1: that was a very that was a very heteronormative yeah, comment. Why does it have to be a period? Look,
5: <laughs> you can <could> put a <laughs> vagina next to it or whatever, but I, I don't know. I'm just speaking in the la- language of the people who, uh, who, who view that. And that, that's what they're doing with Armin's mother as well. Why are they not put, putting her in some lesbian relationship? Why are they putting Khamenei and all these other men? <laughs> so it, 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 these are the people we're dealing with. So, you know, um, so don't give us, don't give a line to people like, and uh, I, I retweeted, Kushal, I think that was a million-dollar tweet. Kushal, you said, well done. <laughs> You've told them not to do this. Now that's exactly what they're going to do. And I'm telling you, Ahmed is going to make a lot of money out of it. His T-shirt business is already really cool through Atheist Republic. Now there will be Durga Ma- sorry, Kalima's T-shirts, uh, mugs. And they're not even. And no, you wouldn't be even be able to say anything because this is actually a very mild artwork. Just a wink of a goddess, that's so offensive to you. I mean, at least Muslims get angry
0: if you burn the Quran. I mean, and that's still symbolically is more powerful. Uh, that that I'll not agree with you. See, again, that comes from what I say, your, uh, your upbringing as a Muslim. So what might be problematic for a Muslim may not be problematic for a Hindu. And here's where I'll get Sham into the discussion. Because Sham, what I see the biggest problem where... And this is where I don't call myself a neo-atheist. And although I might be as materialistic as all the other th- three or probably maybe when it comes to uh, materialistic tendencies, I'm, uh, I think Razib and I would uh, match uh, uh, at that level. But the point is that where Armin, um, and I'm using Armin as an example, does not understand is he does not understand the Hindu sensibility. Now, there is the sacred, there is the profane, there is the sensual, there is the sexual. There is Kama Sutra, but in the entire discourse, Sham, the intent matters. The anger stems from the intent. The anger does not stem from the art. And if Armin would have explained it in a better way, I don't think so the reaction would have been that. But I wanted to know what's your point of view as I'm not saying you're a like a very religious person, but I still want to know your point of view.
4: Well, this is like what we were talking about offline. Like, basically what happened to me is, so two people were fighting, and then Kushal went and talked to those two people, said, hey, stop fighting. And then those two people started beating up Kushal. And then they looked at me, and then they were like, hey, do you know this man? I was like, yeah, I do know this man. And then they came for me, which is, basically, which is basically how the sequence of events unfolded. But uh, it, it never really bothered me too much, to begin with, like I uh, I was, you know, I wouldn't have really cared about it until, like, I saw Kushal getting, like, physical threats and, like, all kinds of weird things said about, like, his mother and all that stuff. That's when I was like, all right, guys, wh- what the hell are you doing? That's that's when I stepped in. If that hadn't had happened, I wouldn't even have talked about it. I was like, yeah, and then uh, I would have stayed out of it. But, uh, but, Yeah. To to your question. Sorry. Sorry. It's early in the morning. I completely forgot your question. Could you say that one more time?
0: So my question is, doesn't the intent matter? And uh, and also I'll add to this that if your intent is to rile people up, right, then in my opinion, you lose the victim card when the other person goes as low as possible, too. I'm not defending either side. Yeah, I think yeah, what I Armin did was uh, repulsive because his intent was different.
5: Yeah,
0: I, I, mean, I will exactly never do what, what Armin is... did, and what the the pieces of shit that did with uh they what they did with Armin's mother is even more repulsive than yeah. anything I have seen in my life. Like if I saw someone doing this to anybody's mother in front of my eyes, yeah. well, there will be some there will be you know abuses from my end because and this is my point that what do we gain out of rubbish like this i mean I, I am a critic of religion but you know how you criticize religion you just read the damn text it's full of yeah. rubbish
4: yeah no i understand and you know obviously when it comes to intent like if you look at somebody like a louis ck when a louis when somebody like a louis ck makes a joke about like gay people it's people laugh generally people laugh because it's funny a eh? and b because you know that he's he supports gay people 100% without a doubt. So you know that where he's coming from when he's when he's making a joke about gay people it's not coming from a bad place. Compare that to somebody like a Steven Crowder. When a Steven Crowder makes fun of like gay people, you know where he's coming from. You know that he pretty explicitly, you know, does not approve of gay people. So when he's making fun of gay people, people tend to get much more upset because you know what he feels about gay people. So I think you are right that where a person's coming from and what a person's intent is um, uh, does, does matter in that sense. Mm-hmm. And the second part of your, the, so I agree with like, uh, I, I agree with you there. And I agree with like, I think we do there in the point that he made as well. And the second part of your question was what that,
0: that you said something else as well. So my whole gist was that, what do you make of this attracting the lowest common denominator? That's Let right. me tell you, if you, What is done by Armin, and I I would say this to Armin's face, is also the lowest common denominator of Mm. neo-atheism. I'm putting it straight up. I know Armin is not a bad guy. Even Mm. I have actually called him on my podcast. I've had offline conversations with him. I know he's a good guy. He's not a bad Mm. human being. But the point is, I'm sorry to say this. The the discourse is the lowest common denominator. And then the morons who make those pathetic images of his mom I mean, I don't know what to say about this. I mean, what kind yeah. of discourse is this? What are we well, trying uh, to set? It's just
4: it's just how the internet works, man, at the end of the day. Like, people, there's, there's all kinds of content. Like, if you go to see conservative content on YouTube, there's all kinds of it. There's like, you know, there's the kind of more intellectual, like if you, anybody who here considers, you know, somebody like a Jordan Peterson, like a conservative intellectual. So there's that kind of it then there's slightly lower than that. You know, then there's slightly, like maybe you consider Ben Shapiro, a couple of layers you know, below that. Then you consider somebody like uh, Stephen Crowder who just goes to college campuses and fights with like 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds. Like that's also conservative content, but then all those are not at the same level. So what Stephen Crowder does, for example, like appeals to the lowest common denominator. He's appealing specifically to like 16 to 24 year old men. That's who he's boys and men. That's who he's specifically appealing to. And so I understand like people have different styles. Like even in comedy, people have different styles. You know, you have somebody like a Jim Gaffigan who's much more sort of wholesome as compared to somebody like a Sam Kinison, who's like completely on the other other side of the aisle. So I I appreciate that people have different styles of doing it. Again, like Vidu said, I I completely agree with him. Uh, when he put his point forward, that I would not handle this situation or criticism of a particular religious ideology, political ideology, whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't handle it that way. I wouldn't do it that way. But then if if that's what uh, somebody like an Armin wants to do, that's fine. It doesn't really bother me that much. I can understand why it bothered the people that it bothered, but it also doesn't at the same time excuse the behavior that you showed towards him. Uh, that's, yeah, at the end, that's just basically how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, so, okay, let me get uh, Raza back in. And before uh, Razib uh, comes in, I, I just wanted to put this across. Once again, I want to harp on, as a person who believes in challenging religion, for me, what my biggest concern is, I don't want the world to be irreligious. I want the world to be better. Now, the discussion is not about whether the world will be better with religion or without religion. I don't know. I mean... Some societies' religion has collapsed. Well, religion is making uh, a comeback in the form of what I call vocism. I think that's also very similar to a religious ideology. So can we really get rid of religion? I don't know. People find find that empty vacuum in their life and they fill it up with new booga booga. So yeah, the old booga booga goes, the new booga booga comes. So I don't know if religion's going to go, but that's not the issue. it all again comes down to this thing that I thought the best way to criticize religion was, you know what? pick up the manusmriti just start reading it, pick up the Quran and just start reading it and telling me, like, I'll give you an example. So I met a, a Muslim friend of mine. We were having this conversation. It was a coffee conversation. And I said, uh, uh, and, you know, the famous wife beating verse, you all know that, right? Uh, Surah Nisa, right? And, and he was like, do you know the Quran says that? He's like, it's impossible. It doesn't say that. I was like, okay, do you have a Quran at home? He's like, yeah. I was like, we're going to meet for coffee again. You're going to bring your Quran. And he had a translation, by the way. And he comes in. And I pointed him out to whatever it was, 4.36 or 4.34. I don't remember the exact verse. And I told him, OK, now read it for me. And he read it. And he had no place to hide. He's like, really? My text says that? That I can beat a woman, albeit conditionally, uh, condition, uh, you know, with conditions implied? But my whole point was here, I also was challenging a person. And I've done this with Hindus. I've done this with Christians. I've done this with everyone. Now, if I was to do a quantitative analysis, and Razif, that's why I'm asking this question to you. I mean, if I was to do a data analysis or I, I would put it in a simulation, do you really think telling people that, you know, oh, look, I just spat on your book or I just think your goddess is this, I'll break your idol, is this really going to convert them out of their faith? I mean, if that's the aim, if what is the atheist aim? Is the atheist aim spreading rationality or is the atheist aim creating shock and awe and making money on Patreon. What is the atheistic aim?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there, there's a pluralistic set of aims. I mean, I mean, H.L. Mencken said that, um, you know, Puritans are people who are worried and concerned that someone somewhere out there is having fun, <laughs> you know? And so, I mean, there is a group of let's be, let's be frank, I think they tend to be young. Um, there's a group of atheists who are outrage that someone out there believes in something, quote, irrational, you know? Um, I don't know if I ever had that stage, um, but, you know, at this point in my life, I just want to be left alone with my own life, and if someone wants to believe whatever they want to believe and it doesn't bother me, that's their liberty, right? Like, we all have stuff going on. And so I feel like, um not to criticize Armin, but kind of to criticize him, I feel like he's he's very smart, he's very rational, he knows he knows the books, he knows the philosophy, but he ends up engaging with a teen level of discourse. So people who haven't had a full life yet, uh, they're not married, they don't have children, and, you know, their concerns are these abstract, you know, sim- symbols, semiotics, whatever, like these, these um, signs. And they're obsessed with this because, you know, they're not invested in the world, in the society. It's a, it's a very detached um, argument. I think one thing that I do also want to say is, um, again, going back to pluralism, cultural context matters. Something that might be shocking in one context when one person is not at all. So sometimes you see something. And so, for example, I might say something like, you know, to go back to what we were saying earlier, people don't they don't know who I am. So they see my name and they think that I'm criticizing Hinduism because I'm a Muslim if I do. Or if they think I am. So, like, you know, if I say something like earlier, like, you know, if I say something about Brahmins, they're like, oh, you're doing it because you're a Muslim and blah, blah, blah. You believe in all these barbaric things. And, you know, they're like, go back to Pakistan and all this <laughs> stuff. And I was just like, okay, do I need to, do, should I actually respond that one, I'm not Pakistani, you know, <laughs> despite the last name? And that, you know, it's like, do I have to go through these steps, you know? And so, um, when I was on, um when I was on like a uh, a blog for like Indian Americans, like, 15 years ago, I used to be a regular commenter. I actually added atheist to my name because people would routinely respond to me as if I was Muslim. And so I just got, I just like put that in there because I'm not going to change my name, but I just add that information. So the context of what you're intending, who you are matters a lot. Um, So we all know Armin here. We kind of know that he's a good weird guy. Okay. Um, But most people, they don't know who he is. Most of these people, and like I said, I mean, you were asking, we're all wondering, who are these people? If we could know, I mean, they're probably some 13-year-old boy, you know, who's learned some edgy things on the internet. And yes, they speak English with some level of fluency, but as you know, Indian culture is very different. There's a whole different context to everything. And, you know, they see Armin Navabi, the Ayatollah, doing this and they think it's coming from, they don't know he has no heart you know they don't know that shooting him in the chest has no effect on him he's just going to come keep coming you know like he's he's relentless and it's like i think of armin as a as a as a force of nature right he's like he's operating according to certain principles to certain axioms and he's following the propositions out to their logical conclusion and um you know you're just like Dude, chocolate or vanilla just pick one. I don't really want to know the reasons. Right. you know But Ar- Armin will be like, well, you see, logically the vanilla is <laughs> just, you know but I mean this is what I think he like when I see his, 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 his um, podcast with Ali, I tend to agree I think more politically with Armin, but yeah. um, I'm like, but Ollie's the human there. <laughs> you know <laughs> you know I'm just like, dude Armin, just step back. And talk like a human being (laughs) and not like a very sophisticated artificial intelligence. And so, um, you know, we're observing this natural phenomenon of an artificial intelligence (laughs) um, breaking a human mob, you know, because they're, because like what they did to him was so extremely vulgar, but it hurts them more than it hurts him. Mm -hmm. That's the irony. Because I don't really want to talk about what it doesn't hurt him. Yeah, it doesn't. He has no, he has that's there's not there that's not there in the navabi okay the navabi version the navabi prototype lacks the module you know but, but like the rest of us like i don't want to talk and refer to like the vulgarity they did because it's repulsive to me because i have that you know in my programming in our programming and in the programming out there and so i think this is the context that i try to understand it in and i probably um feel this way partly because I've been involved online in this atheist stuff for, uh, I don't know, like since I was like 17 or 18, and I've seen all the different genres and flavors of people come and go and people evolve over time. And sometimes it's an evolutionary process. Um, You know, the Navabi Navabi stage is a stage for a lot of people. You know, usually they're 18, they're still a virgin, they don't have a girlfriend, you know, they got a lot of free time in, in university, you know? And um, so, like, it's, like, one of my youngest brother, when he was 16, he started reading philosophy, and I was just like, whoa, whoa, hold up. Don't read philosophy until you have a girlfriend, because <laughs> until you have a girlfriend, you don't understand the world. I mean, it's, like, it's not going to make any sense to you, you know? But, like, Armin and these these little kids that he's arguing with, I think most of them are, yes, you know, some of them are serious people, but, look, a lot of them are just young people with nothing going on, yeah. and they're, they're having fun. Um, I mean, they don't think it's fun, but they're reacting emotionally. And so I think we need to pull ourselves out of that in a way um, to, I mean, what, what is our aim? What is our goal? It's like a flourishing life for everybody, right? We don't, we don't want people to be miserable. Uh, We don't want people to be, you know, um, unhappy. And so I think Armin is doing what he's doing because he thinks religion is the root of all evil. No, I don't actually think that's true. I do think,
4: I I do think like some people, the, the, kind of demographic that you're talking about a part of that demographic if not a if not all of them then a significant part of that demographic wants to be on these platforms wants to be on youtube wants to be on twitter to, to like just yeah it's a game to be not to be miserable per se but to feel those feelings like i want to find someone that said something that i don't like and be then alive. flood them with those Kekistan memes like that's What I want to do, like I see on YouTube, like under my videos, you have hundreds and hundreds of comments. A lot of them are very reasonable comments. But then there's also a lot of comments that are just there for the kicks. You know, that's all they want to do on social media. So that's just a part of why they're there is Mm -hmm. to get into these
1: tips with people. We're we're all let me just say we're all guys here. uh, If we were women, I'm assuming I don't really know. Um, like we'd probably get weird dick pics or something. Why do people do that? <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: You know, I mean, I, I don't really, I've never done it myself, but there's like all these guys that do that. Like, why do they do that? It's like the scorpion and the frog. It's their nature. They're yep. gonna send their little wiener pics. They're just gonna do it. You know.
2: Sorry, uh, can, 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 can I jump in? Because uh, uh, I think I've got to disagree with some of the stuff that Razib said here, and because actually I want to take it back to what he did when he was a kid, which when he jumped on the Quran. You did a test because you said, if you do this, something bad is going to happen. right? And you found out, actually, that's not the case. When I was young, I had something similar. So I I was reading the Quran and they said, if you read the Quran the wrong way, in the sense if you accidentally miss a line and you jumble the verses or whatever it is, then something bad will happen. I did something similar, nothing happened. I, I, I could talk more about this but in Pakistan I think it was last year or year before I can't remember there was a controversy because on some government papers they didn't put inshallah or they didn't put the uh, shahada or some sort of uh, religious text that they always put on official papers all the Mullahs came out they blocked the whole of Pakistan it came to a standstill we will so when it comes to these things that are superficial perfunctory don't say this word say this word don't write this image put this. We can say oh this is kind of stupid to engage with it because armin he's like you know why is he going for the lowest hanging fruit or the lowest denominator but this is exists in the real world where people actually place that level of importance on a cartoon or this word shouldn't be here or that word shouldn't be here if you step into the mosque like this or if you step in the mosque like that if if those things didn't exist um, then I'll be like, okay, Armin, you're wasting time because no one actually believes in this stuff. He's not making fun of Zeus because no one believes in Zeus, right? But Allah and the, the Hindu deities and uh, you know Yahweh or, or whoever, people believe in this stuff, and they still place that level of importance. It's like, for example, in Harry Potter, don't save Voldemort. Right. say the one who cannot be named. But once you save Voldemort and you say it again and again, people become desensitized to it with charlie hebdo which just happened recently yeah. the, the five-year anniversary i think it was um yeah. five years ago people wouldn't even put the image on the news website or whatever because that was too controversial yesterday that image is everywhere on twitter Have and also seen? tell your
5: story and also tell your story because kushal asked what does it achieve because you said I remember you saying it so many times before as well that when that Charlie Hebdo last time happened in 2015, you were a Muslim at that point. Yeah, I was Muslim. And when you asked Muslims and they when they said, "Yeah, it shouldn't have happened," but and that's where you started changing mm. as well.
2: Yeah, and and this is the thing because I, I I remember when Charlie Hebdo happened, I was a Muslim, and I um you know it was all the same when you were Muslim back back in those days, especially even now. But you know, I was not now because I'm not Muslim. But it was like some terrorist attack happened, something, some, some Muslim killed someone, let's look for the justification as to, oh yeah, but you know, foreign policy. Oh yeah, but why did he, You know, and it was like, but this cartoon was so offensive. I'm like, well, I actually saw the cartoon. I was like, I, I want to see this damn cartoon that people are justifying <laughs> killing over, right? And I was like, is this what we're killing people over? Is this the level that we have sunk to that we're going to ju- justify killing people over this cartoon? <sighs> And then I actually charged. I said, yeah, you know, what they did, what the, you know, this terrorist attack is obviously wrong. And they're like, yeah, it is wrong. But, you know, they did draw a cartoon and, you know, that it was kind of offensive and, you know, the, you know, you know. playing on the sensibilities, as Kushal said, of Indian yeah. sensibilities. He was playing on sensibilities of Muslims. Muslim. So I was like, this is not an argument. There should be, I, then I thought, is there a cartoon? That is so offensive that I can justify killing someone over. Even if it's my mom in a sexual with my dad. Like, I can think of the most grotesque thing. I might be angry. I might want to punch the guy in the face. I don't want to think of this guy as an absolute idiot. But does it mean that I should kill someone? And then I thought, there isn't a cartoon that exists that I would kill someone over. And this Muslim apologetics that I was getting, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, they should know, they should... Re- oh, but Holocaust denial. Holocaust. I'm like, hang on a second. And this is what my, actually one of my family relatives was saying. Oh, but in Holocaust denial. I'm like, you can deny the Holocaust in every Muslim country on the planet. Can I draw the cartoon of the Prophet in any... Muslim? No, you can't. Okay, so it's not about Holocaust denial. Okay? It's not about Holocaust. because you, you can deny that openly in Iran, Pakistan, side. No one's going to say anything to you. Okay? So this Voldemort effect... Okay, that he's trying to undo don't say this, don't draw that. Don't we can listen, all of us guys here. I mean, I know at the beginning you said we're all diverse, but actually truly, we're not. Firstly,
1: we're all brown, number one. <laughs> right? Excuse we're, we're, we're black the- sir. I don't identify I don't identify yeah. as brown. Oh <laughs> okay. please, please don't okay. misrace <laughs> me. I, I okay. identify I'm as a
4: caramel, a- sir. So.
1: Caramel. Well, I'm salted caramel, actually not I'm vanilla. vanilla um
2: vanilla, uh, there you go. Yeah, but what I mean is we're not diverse in the sense, even if like I know Sham is somewhat religious, but we're all kind of secular-minded, we're all kind of whatever. So we're all same. we're speaking to ourselves here. But if we go to a village in Pakistan or a village in India, then we will see real diversity. And real diversity is we won't we won't be accepted. We'll be like, What are you? Why are you justifying Amin? Why are you even justifying this the satanic verses? So, what Amin is doing on the surface to us is like, bro, that's a bit silly, is Because we're talking about this, we're talking on this level, but actually the people that are the most dangerous i'm sorry to say whether it's hindu muslim christian are on the, the the lowest level and until the lowest level rises we won't we won't be able to do the things that we take for granted right and until someone, someone could draw a cartoon the prophet and be like okay that's 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 gross bro, but who cares until that until the average muslim thinks that or hindu with, with the with this um kalima then we won't have real progress
0: and, you know, I just want to add, add a point and I want to get Harrison over here. The, so, you know, the funny part of this entire thing is, and Shyam will back me up on this one. I have seen worse photos of Hindu gods in India done by Indian political outfits. Uh, I don't know how many people know the Periyarists in, in oh. Southern India. These people have done the worst of the worst stuff for, uh, you know, Hindu gods they have done atrocious things like they have crossed boundaries that even i don't think so armin can cross Mm. but that's the boundaries they have crossed in living in india by the way living even a
4: lot of these even on even you know there's a couple of like stand-up comedians one of those ladies i remember was trying to make some kind of a funny thing about uh uh karvachot and you know she said like a bunch of like crazy shit about like karvachot all kinds of like weird names and yeah. So, I mean, I feel like Indians have done like Indians in India have done more shit to it than like anybody from outside.
0: Yeah. So I, I want to get uh, Harris over here is because uh, this is uh, this is what I'm trying to say. Look, I totally get it that. So you remember, uh, Harris, uh, you and I were having this con- conversation where uh, you told me, but that God is not real. Right. You remember you told me that God is just a fictitious character. I'm going to try to put the religious person's case because that's my job, right? I'm hosting this discussion. I have to put the religious person's case to the best of my ability. You should move yourself in the
5: middle, right where Sham is. Now you can actually do that on stream Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I like
5: being here. Dragon Any <laughs> I feeling
0: important. I like
4: feeling important.
0: Uh, so my, my point is that, Harris, don't you think it's unfair? when we refuse to even acknowledge where the religious person is coming from, where if the religious person tells you in the case that Muhammad is so-and-so for me or Kalima is literally my divine mother for me. So when you call sexualize her, you're literally sexualizing my mom for me. Why is that point not carrying any weightage? I -hmm. think it does. I'm actually able to understand where they're coming from.
5: Uh, okay, so there are quite a few things. I mean, I'm loving the format. I mean, it's so long and a few things Razib said, Sham said, Vidi said, and now I hope I'm probably going to forget everything and now I remember what you just asked. <laughs> the,
3: the,
5: look, there's no doubt about that. This is a battle of ideas and we've always been battling our ideas from the day on. We, we've always been doing it. There's, there's no two ways about it. You, you will always be in a room, even if the two people there, they will be presenting their ideas forward and they'll be saying, This is a better way. The other person will be saying, this is the better way. So what happens? Razib shared his experience. He was told from a religious person's point of view that if you do this, then something bad will happen. And he experimented. He rebelled. He crossed that line. And then he found out nothing's wrong. He should have just taken his mother's view and probably would not be a good geneticist today, but probably would have had a big beard and, and teaching some Kids in madrasa,
1: or I can't grow a beard. Or, I can't grow a or,
5: beard. <laughs> okay. well, you, maybe the little one, the little one like that, the Indonesians have. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> or, or, or we do, we do also jumbled up the words. We all would have been, we all crossed those mini lines sometimes in our minds, you know, like somebody, somebody like I, I got a somebody invaded my patron Patreon and then. He was actually a jihadi, and then he got in my WhatsApp group and everything, and then I kicked him out. But when I interviewed him, you know, I just – my Punjabi came out, and then I just cursed at him. and. So, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, so so he would say, oh, you know, I'm going to just put it out there. And I was like, yeah, go put it out there. It doesn't matter because I'm not claiming to be anything, uh, any high moral ground. I, I don't have to worry about that. I actually forgot the point why I brought that up, but – People will always tell you that this is the line. Please do not cross it. And people like Armin will always be there. I, I say Armin is a lot braver than I. I don't mm. cross the red line again. I said it because I have people like Armin to cross it. And then someone comes to get him. It would be him before it will be me. Even though what I'm doing is crossing so many lines. Tell me a Muslim country that I could go to. I mean, Dubai is the only Muslim country and probably Turkey. I, I always wanted to go, but i I probably wouldn't even go there now, just, you know, just not giving myself any importance. But, but these red lines will always be crossed and there will always be people. And the first part, very early on, you asked me the question, why would, how would you impact, how would you change, uh, change a religious person's opinion? Look, at Vidu's an example. He, it got him to thinking that, whoa, is it really worth killing? We all have different red lines that we cross my what i'm doing now in urdu the way i talk about prophet muhammad without any uh, you know uh, what, what was the right word like you know without any, politeness
2: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah without any
5: typical politeness that is that is demanded when a a, Nikaha,
3: Nikaha, all this all this <laughs> drama or, or kissing your fingers
5: drama. and just be so have yeah. your shoulders down i'm not doing that i'm not cursing anymore either. i'm not doing that but i'm um, I'm putting it out there and I have hardcore movies coming to my channel and talking to me. And now some kids go back, do their homework, find out who Asma bin Tamarwan was, come back to me next week. These guys are talking, but their red lines have been crossed at certain points. We've had, we've had examples. I've, I've, I share from time to time. I share some of these screenshots where some Muslims abused me in 2018. And in 2020, they sent me a message. I've lost my faith. We crossed their line. We shook their worldview. Now, these people who saw this, again, a very mild image, you know, like it could be a lot worse. Let's be honest. It could be a lot worse. They're, they're, a lot of people would be offended. I don't know. A million people would have seen that. I'm 100%. And so a lot of people have actually come out in arm in, um, in support as well. They're saying, yeah, what's well, the big deal? Okay, maybe that was their worldview already to begin with. But maybe a hundred thousand people out of that, or maybe fifty thousand people out of that would say, "Yeah, we can, we can make fun of, uh, we demand make fun." of. How many Hindus would, would like it, Charlie Hebdo? Yes. Uh, how many people are retweeting? I actually saw some. Some people sent me some tweets of these. Some of these bots who are just saying, "Oh, attacking Armin," but on, when you go in the t- 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 Twitter profile, you have a look. The praising Charlie Hebdo and all that. That's we we know that that's. And we can't, it's very hard to just say, OK, all the people who are criticizing the hypocrites, it's very hard. We, we don't have any data to say that. But we know that this is human nature, that when it's done to others, we enjoy. But you know, Armin, has to be, Armin has to be consistent. We have to be consistent. We can't just victimize as one group. We have a position, we have a worldview, and we genuinely believe. And you ask and you ask them, what is the, what, what is the goal of atheism? It's a multifaceted, they're multifaceted goals. We want to normalize apostasy in the Muslim world. We want to normalize blasphemy as well. And then yes, we want other people to be atheists. But yes, we would uh, we would want other people to be less radical Muslims or less radical. I mean, I talk about on my channel a lot of Hindus come to my channel. And I, and I regularly dis-astrology. Uh, people get upset on that as well. I dis these different atmas, people get upset on that too. So the red lines for everyone. So that's why when you say that you know that's the Indian and sens- Hindu sensibilities. W- we're doing the same thing with Muslim sensibilities. The very last point I want to finish up. I-, I actually didn't know Sham is classified as a believer. You know why? And how many times I've known Sham for over a year, and we've spoken a few times. I never. I, I know he's, he gets accused of being a right winger, which I never found him to be. But the reason why I never noticed that because I never noticed any dogma or any red line from him. Well, the first time when the Durga thing happened with me accidentally, because I genuinely didn't know that this would <laughs> be my problem. And then after that, you know, I never did anything with that sort. Even now I didn't retweet. I haven't consciously retweeted Armin's photo, but I've tweeted um, other references to Kalima, no, not yeah. in that sense. But that's the reason. So we don't have any problem with that. So, you know, red lines are the ones that need to be, red, as Armin says, red lines turn into walls. And then you know walls just separate us. So these walls have to be brought down. These red lines have to be crossed. Cross unless we just expand on these boundaries, it gives us
0: more room for other people to play in. All right, I, I, I hear the expansion argument. I know the moral arch keeps expanding, but here's my counter argument. Um, we know the N word is part of free speech, right? We all of us know the N word is part of free speech. None of us will use that because we know it is. It leads to victimization. It leads to
5: victimization of. Alright, I'll, I'll give you an
0: example. I'll give you an example. See, this is and this is where this time I was disappointed with Armin. You shared the image of Durga, that I don't find problematic. I'll tell you where Armin made a mistake, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of times people say Armin is not emotional. I think the, the disgusting third-class, third-rate, hopeless photos of his mom also got to him. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, he made a tweet about people jerking off on uh, Hindu god images. Mm. Then he made a tweet about, it's not my fault. Your goddesses are sexy. Uh, you know, maybe put a hijab on them. You know who gives this logic? Cover your women. We will do this. You know who gives this logic? Religious people give this logic. I expect better from Armin. These, these were all, these
5: were obviously jokes on that issue. The, 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 that, these were obviously jokes. You might not find these jokes funny, but you and I, a, a, as Sham was just talking, when Stephen Cowder makes jokes and who the other guys, we know what that person stands for. So we know what Armin's stance is on hijab. So if he's making that, he's actually criticizing. He's, he's making fun of the hijab at the same time.
0: And that that's obviously in that context, making a joke. I know what he's doing. But my point is that it's not about what is legal and what is illegal. It's about you should have common sense too. And, and I'm sorry, you can't give somebody a free pass. I don't want Armin in jail. I don't want mm. Armin beheaded. I don't want anything to happen which will cause him physical or monetary harm. I don't want any of that sort to happen to Armin. And I will, again, put my neck on the nine and say, I know he's a nice guy. I had conversations with him offline. I know he's a nice guy. But why can't Armin be wrong? Is he like what? Is he what some embodiment of the perfect human being? He's done I'll tell, I'll tell you
5: why. See, I'll tell you why. See, this, is, this, is, this, has, this has been my problem in, in this entire saga. That I haven't done, I haven't desecrated the Quran. He came to my show and he actually ripped out the Quran as well. And I took myself immediately off. I said, don't do it. And then he did it again. I, I, I and, and I said it on the record, you know, this is not what I do, but I can't, the problem he, here is, again, we try to be as rational as possible and we try to be as consistent with our worldview as possible. I, for the, I, I've, I've thought a great deal about it ever since Charlie Hebdo happened. I've, you know, It's been a very long time. I've never posted a card in the Muhammad. I've never posted derogatory images of Hindu deities as well. And as you say, I actually, to be honest, I don't even know whether something is derogatory or not I'm getting some idea that you can show a photo of a flying hanuman or you can show a photo of uh, Ganesh that doesn't offend them even if you make fun of that but what offends them always is something about durgama and this Kalima and I think these are the only two for some reason i don't know it's probably because he's a female and any well, sexual it's, connotation it, it's it's because yeah. like I think Kushal mentioned
4: earlier as well I think you know for for people that object to it I think the problem with them is that what they see these women as, sometimes like these goddesses as, they do genuinely see them as like a motherly figure. Like
5: they do genuinely the f- believe that. Yeah, that that's fine. We know that, and yeah. and and we, and that's an atheist. That's an atheist worldview that this is wrong. I mean, this is what people say about Muhammad. This is our the greatest person who's ever lived. Please don't bring up his child bride. Please. But it has that stopped us.
2: In fact, in fact, the, the, the most common argument for Muslims is that we see the prophet as even closer like we love the prophet more than our parents. Yeah. So please don't criticize him, please don't mock him. But I'm like, what you see him as, this is what I said in my tweet, he is your prophet. So if yeah. you want to love him and you want to give him adulations and you know flowery language, fine, you do that. But he's not my prophet. I I, I, I owe him absolutely nothing. Right? And he's not a prophet to you, so you don't owe him anything either, you know? So So I that's what a, I'm saying. I, I very Sorry. quickly
5: I made an analogy early on, and this is again, I am a Desi as well, you know, like I, I I may not know the ins and outs of I may not know the ins and outs of Hinduism, but I know the Indian Pakistan, especially the North Indian and Punjabi culture very well. This is something going way back and probably you guys, we do as a cricket fan, so you would probably know that as well. We've seen, there's always been this, and you guys call it the hangover or something, and India is a great country now, and it's obviously going up and up and we're proud of that. But we see that people, if you don't appreciate what Indians appreciate, if you don't say that that is great, then you somehow are not liked as well. You're expected to say, I'll give you an example. Sachin Tendulkar, I remember that in the 90s. Sachin Tendulkar is the god. Okay, he's your god. Good on you. He's one of, I'd say, probably the great, greatest batsman since Don Bradman. But there was always a comparison between Sachin Tendulkar and Brian Lara. And some of the bowlers used to get asked, who is your favorite mm. batsman? And I remember whenever someone would say, Wazimakram uh, was also very admired. But whenever they would say, Shoi Bakhtar made a book, and he said Brian Lara is a, and he got blasted. And, um, and when I was making that point, someone made a point that Belinda is one of the biggest YouTube channels. With mm. great, he's an Aussie guy, put Amazing. some videos, mm. yeah, so, uh, cricket videos. He got sick of it. He actually made a video apparently saying the greatest batsman of all time, and he deliberately left out Sachin Tendulkar got so more <laughs> dislikes than everything. And we hate comments and everything. <laughs> and just now recently, I think um, um, Alan Donald was asked in a video, in an interview, who's your favorite batsman of all time? He said, Brian Lara. And again, he had some 80% dislikes and whatever. I, I don't know. The, don't quote me the percent But again, he was getting so much hate. So, yes, okay. He's a good batsman. He's your God not ours so these are the you know when you bring in the sensibilities argument i'm sorry the rest of the world don't have the same sensibilities a, i would we say our our thing.
2: So, i mean i mean if armin really wants to offend indians he should put Sachin a tenduka in a sexual
0: position I, about I, about I, about I just want to i just want to make this point <laughs> is like what are you all talking about <laughs> But by Armin's yeah. logic, but by
5: Armin's logic, Armin yeah, would yeah. actually never do that with Sachin Tendulkar because he knows he believes that Sachin is a real person. There is no point in harming a real person. So, see, Armin is a, as I said, chronic rationalist. If it doesn't make sense to him, he wouldn't do it. And mm. he, you're, as you said, from a religious person's point of view, this is their mother. But Armin is like here he is scratching his head. He's thinking, but how can she be their mother? But well, why do these people think that?
0: Dude, that's what Amin is thinking and that's what he's going and he can't so, go so past that. That's that's my whole point and I want to bring Raziv in here. So Raziv, isn't that the whole point that then if you're not considerate, you're not really helping atheism if you're not mm-hmm. considerate at a strategic level. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't make any strategic sense.
1: Well, I mean, so one thing I would say is one of the problems with the internet is there are different rooms and then all the rooms are the same room. So like, if I was over in, at your house, um, if I was at your house, I would behave in a certain way. That's based probably on what I expect to be your norms and your rules. Uh, so like, you know, if I go over to like, um, if I'm at my parents' house, uh, this is true. Um, I would not, uh, have a beer because they, they don't drink. Okay. I'm not much of a drinker anyway, but I'd just be like, okay, it's their their values, their views. I'm in their house, okay? Um, but if I'm in my house and my parents are over, um, I'm not going to let them be like, you can't give your daughter bacon, you know? Mm. She doesn't like bacon anyway. She's a vegetarian now. But in any case, that's happened. And my mom's like, oh, I don't like bacon, and that's not Muslim. And I'm like, well, this is my house, okay? The problem with the internet is um, Armin takes it sometimes as if it's his house and then other people think it's their house. And they're like, why are you pushing this in my face?
0: Good analogy. Someone,
1: but someone just retweeted it into your time. So I only know about it because of retweets into my timeline. Yep. Okay. So I mean, what is that? Like, did I consent to that? Should I unfollow someone? And sometimes people will retweet it because they're outraged. But so you don't want to unfollow someone if you agree with them. Do you understand? I think these sorts of layers of confusion are happening where um, I, I I hear people when they say that they're offended, but it's the internet is a place that mixes things together. And so that's just that's part of the game, I would say. Um, I want to say another thing about Armin though. Um, Armin, the, the thing with Armin is, you know that he's true and he's honest and he's being genuine, which, so he's not just doing this, to get a rise out of people. I mean, he is, but there's a... Me- it's, it's like when BLM happened in June. Armin said what he thought. Which, in the context of the United States or North America, that took care- courage. Because people are going to call you a racist. Now, what Armin thought, a lot of people thought. But they didn't say it. Because it's not the time or the place. But if it's not the time or the place, but everyone's thinking it, who's going to say it? Armin Navabi is. Now, I don't... Like, personally, I don't care about, like, this... I, I don't care about this Quran thing. I don't care about this Kalima thing. Like, not interesting to me. I think Armin could do other things that are more effective. Yes. On the other hand, Armin Navabi is going to speak up when he disagrees with something that's in the political majority when a lot of people are being quiet because they don't want to be criticized. And so... If I, if, if, if like this sort of behavior, which maybe I find distasteful, if I get rid of that, am I going to get rid of that other thing, that other courage that, you know, it, it, and like someone like me, I'm more conservative. I can disagree with Black Lives Matter. What matters is that Armin is a, uh, you know, he's not, I mean, he's more libertarian, I think, but I mean, he's a person where you know that that's what he really thinks. And I think that's why people listen. And so, I don't know. I think part of it is like he's his own particular type of person. He's a particular archetype. Like someone like Ali, his co-host, is kind of got kind of got a softer, more normy touch. Okay, that's what you expect from Ali, and from Armin, you expect this like hard, hard-edged, inhuman rationality. Um, and I think maybe you need both on some levels. Um, and another thing that I would say is, you know, uh, and I think uh, Vidu alluded to this. Uh, you know, because there's an Armin Navabi, there doesn't have to be other people. He's the person that exists, and he fights with these crazy people. And the crazy people are busy fighting with Armin, so they don't have to, like, come after me, (laughs) you know? It's like, Armin is the first line of defense, and we'll just let him do his thing, like he's the crazy man who's, like, fighting with the other crazy people. And so there is a role, um, I think, in the world for that as well. And I that that's one thing that I do appreciate about him. Like I said, I like you. Often tend to just like shrug, roll my eyes, or be like, "What's what's going on there, Armin? I mean, you're kind of weird." But um, he, I think he's 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 part of the diversity of this world. Um, that's one of the problems in the Islamic world that they they keep their Armin Nawabis, you know, locked up or are quiet and silenced. And we in the West, and hopefully in India, don't, right? Um, and I mean, a culture that allows these extremely strange, eccentric people to speak is a culture that's valuable and values things that are important. But most people are not going to be Armand Navabis, And I think... Um, I don't know what Armin's idea. Maybe he's trying to turn everybody into an Armin clone. That's just not going to happen because we're not wired like Armin. Okay, so he's not going to convert everyone to Arminism. You know, that's just not, you know, he's, I think, like I said, I think of him as a force of nature. He's like, you know, the wolf who prunes, you know, the herbivores that are weak, um, that are diseased, and he keeps the ecosystem healthy. Like, Armin has a role in the ecosystem, um, and I think we need to appreciate that and just uh, not take it personally, because it's not personal for him. I'll tell
0: opinion. you what, what what I would add to this. I think Armin is the person who reminds me what I should not become in life. And I say this straight up. And I say this uh, with no 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 malintention to him. And he, I'll tell he, you why hey, I wait, frame Kishaw, this. Kishaw. He's pretty shredded. Uh, other than that part, I'm okay with it. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> Have
0: you seen his wife? So, Just- uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to be his wife, right? <laughs> uh, so that's the thing. I uh, And this is my thing. And my challenge to Armin is my challenge to neo-atheism. I think there are better ways to criticize. And uh, uh, so Somebody might be thinking, why are you creating a discussion on Armin? No, 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 no. I'm not creating. I'm using Armin as an example. He's a convenient example right now for me. My is to this thought process, my challenges to this and it it this this pushing the envelope happens everywhere. It happens in politics, too. So I'll tell you what pushing the envelope happens in politics where somebody might get up in the left or in the right and say all Hindus are like this in India. I'm giving you an Indian context or all Muslims are like this. All Muslims are just jihadis. Yeah, there are these people. I challenge them too, This this extreme way. Like I'll challenge anybody who draws photos of Armin's mother. I think they are, you know, depraved human beings who need to see a therapist. And I don't know what is wrong with these morons. But my point is that I like I would not put somebody who insulted Armin's mom on a pedestal at a strategic level. I would not put Armin on a similar righteous pedestal as if he's doing some great service to mankind. He's doing nothing. He's not increasing the spread of atheism or the spread of rationality, which matters how a lot you know to this? me, by the way. How,
5: how how do you know this? Because we, we we have people who... I've actually spoken with some people on my Urdu channel as well, where people have said that, they, they've, they've seen this, they've seen people talking about religion, about Allah or, or Quran or Muhammad and in a very disrespectful manner, but nothing happened. And, you know, I regularly on my show, see, again, see, there's another thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not telling the, you know, I'm not desecrating the Quran, but I, I often joke and I say, where is, where, where is Allah now? Why is it not striking me with a bolt of lightning? And people have told me that they've actually thought about it. That how could this ordinary guy sit on the camera in front of people and openly challenge this Almighty God you know how many people when they hear it for the first time they, their whole world shakes you know as a mean you know that, oh, the other way around that kind of thing happens with these people and but but they're looking at it and and there's always something happening so I don't know I think that's very unfair of you to say that it's not achieving
0: anything. It might be distasteful
5: by it, your standards. No, no, no. It is achieving something. It is achieving
0: something. No, no. I'll tell you what it achieves. Uh, it only achieves uh, people being disgusted. It only achieves one aim, which creates problems for all atheists. Yeah, I'm saying this openly. It creates a stereotype for all atheists. When, I mean, there are anti-theists and there are just atheists. There, there are folks like me. Okay, let us look at it right now. Okay, I'm gonna exclude Sham, but even amongst all four but of do us,
4: you, do you do Kushal? Let me ask you this: Do you like? Are there any comparisons? Do you think here or any parallels to be drawn with like comedy in any sense? Like I was talking about that earlier. I don't know. Let me know if you think this applies or not. But like in the stand-up com- comedy sphere, there's like all kinds of comedians, right? Like I was talking yeah. about somebody like a uh, Sam Kinnison. Who you could yeah. say has a very distinct style of comedy. It's very brag. yeah, humping very dead like, bodies, right? Yeah, humping it's very dead in bodies. your face. Like it kind of his comedy kind of beats you on the head with it, and it's not for a lot of people. Honestly, it's really not for a lot of people. But some people really enjoy it. Some people really think that it does push a couple of boundaries of comedy. That if Sam Kinison did not push it, then maybe they don't get pushed, and maybe we don't go into that area of comedy. And then there's also, like like I said, comedy, like uh, Louis C.K., who's kind of more in the middle. And then you have the comedy of like a Jim Gaffigan, who's kind of like, you know, he's, he's very well-rounded, very wholesome kind of content. so uh, don't you think, like, I understand that, I understand your point that what Armin does often can be counterproductive and often can be not productive at all, like you said, but it's, it's fine. It's fine if there's space for it. It's fine the, the if you want Have a
5: look at one thing. Very quickly, sorry, Shall i add to that one, one more point. You know, as we said that, you know, I'm in, you know, those photos are actually not hurting him because you know what? He, he was retweeting them. If someone had done that to my mother, I would have just reported it, ignored it, blocked that person. I would not want to give that person another, you know, thousand views because Armin has a big Twitter account. I would not have done that, but he's like using that. He's not using it to for, for, oh, look, poor me either. He's You know, you said you can't cry victim. He's not even crying victim at all. He's actually, rationally, he's using that, oh, look, that's the reaction you get, or that's not that. He, he wasn't getting, now, go, going back to that. So, ever since he did that, how many, how many uh, uh, media outlets have covered him? India Today, uh, Daily Siasat or something, um, uh, uh, India.com. The, uh, uh, so many, so many. I think uh, there the are a couple of really big ones as well. I think OP hasn't done it. See, OP, how funny is that? OP is the one that gave him 1,500 Twitter followers within a day. He showed me, he, he said how he get, gained 1,500 Twitter followers because OP wrote a story on him when he desecrated the Quran and started desecrate the Quran hashtag. So he got 1500 new twitter followers within a day and then he did this and op is silent about it i think that's what so look atheism was trending armin was trending armin genuinely believes it's his duty as an atheist to push these ideas out as much as you can and then you know then
0: then let nature take its course i i have no issues with what armin does i believe i should challenge him i believe nobody challenges him and because of armin nawabi I believe the entire disbeliever movement, because it is a movement, gets affected. You know, it gets affected. My problem is where I have skin in the game too. And when I see, so to take uh, Sham's question forward. Yes, Sam Kinison was there. Sham, how long did he last? Two years? Three years? People got bored of his comedy. No, I, I mean, know, very but, honest but, here.
4: But I know, but the point that I will make in a, as a rejoinder to that, what I'll say is that if you if you look at the current crop of the top stand-up comedians in the world, every single one of them has been very heavily influenced by Sam Kinison. And you talk to somebody like a Joe Rogan, you talk to even somebody like a Dave Chappelle, they'll say, well, Sam Kinison was a huge influence. So, I mean, there's that. A hu- whole crop of these ground stand-up comedians have now uh, come around because of the kind of...
0: They say according to them, because of the road that Sam Kinison paved So, I get it, but I still feel feel that maybe there should be a study. How many people are convinced by, you know, these kinds of things? And if I'm proven wrong, I'm willing to change my mind. And maybe everybody should become a provocateur then. But uh, my experience in life uh, says that, you know what, it's a counterproductive strategy and uh, it's... By, and also let me tell you one thing very clearly that there was this attempt and, I, and I'll say this on the record to, to you know, maybe compare uh, Islamists to these jackasses uh, who are Hindus on Twitter. First of all you can call them stupid, you can call them disgraceful, you can call them many things but they're not Islamists. I'm sorry I will never accept that because I was literally looking at each and every handle going there and analyzing what they are who are doing these nasty things to Armin. Well, guess what? Even my mom was attacked yesterday. <laughs> you know, it happened to me too. And uh, when it comes to thick skin, uh, let's just say I'm not blowing my trumpet even. I, I can take a lot. And I-, and I was also sharing these tweets forward. I was trying to say that, is that all you have every time somebody says something and you come back with your mama? I mean, that's all they have, your mama. That's your answer to everything. So it's not that we're all thick-skinned here. I mean, I can take it too. But the point is not that. I have always believed in effectivity. and I'm Billy belie- I, and I don't know Ra- what Razib's opinion is because Razib is the smartest of us all in my opinion, the scientist, the resident scientist oh, over thanks, here, bro.
4: I'm just
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no thanks.
4: I don't invite know. me on your show and then take a shit on <laughs> it. No, oh, that's, oh, that's nice. Uh, that's, I always appreciate That's being very here.
1: offensive, Kushal that's very offensive oh uh, yeah um that is not the way to convert people ah, to your cause ah. by telling <laughs> <Booyah. No. laughs>
0: but I, if there was a study done i don't think so I mean, uh, it will be that the provocator way is actually working out the best
1: so but again so for example um I'm I'm not at the stage in life where I care to convert people. I just want to be left alone, you know? But um if you want to convert someone to say a secular lifestyle to not, you know, be haunted by these gods or whatever, you know, one strategy is to model, you know, using religious language a righteous life. Like you're a normal person who has a normal life, who takes care of their family. Um you're not, yeah, I don't know, doing orgies. That not, would be a very good way lovers, to bring people. But you to know what I'm course. saying? So we I have mean, orgies.
5: Yeah, no, no, but, but when you not, add an not, element not, of wife swapping you in that, then no,
1: swingers, swingers, no, no. Yeah,
2: not after you die, but
1: yeah, yeah, but now, yeah, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> fork the discussion. We don't, we don't want to fork the discussion. To that's what's to guys, gonna happen okay? after this, we go offline, right? So, so <laughs> so it's not so why It's why not here, right? an
5: Islamic afterlife <laughs> chat.
2: <laughs> oh, Wait, are you yeah, guys my virgins? Yeah, um none of those. Is this what I get,
1: dude? Okay, yeah, congratulations. That's Armin, but um. No, but so, but all I'm trying to get th- get at there is like you can you can model that you're just a normal person, and if you don't believe in God, that doesn't mean that like you're this weirdo, you know. So that's one way, and I think yes, quantitatively, that's probably going to be a more effective way to spread a secular lifestyle, whatever you want to define that as among the normies. But Armin is um so you know in here in the United States, um there's a thing where there's a certain type of preacher who stands on the street corner and tells everyone they're going to hell. What is that person doing? I mean, I don't think that person's ever converted anyone, but that person exists and that person witnesses to a certain part of the religion. And then there's other people who are much more gentle and kind of try to convert you with love. Right. Um, and those two are two ends of the spectrum. And I don't think that you can get one without the other in a way. Like it's part of the whole kind of missionary project where they tell you the they tell you the stick, they show you the stick and they show you the carrot. Um, I think of Armin. Yeah. I think of Armin as part of the stick of the project, like Armin exists as the thin end of the wedge and he kind of pokes at people at their sensitive spots. Um, I don't have time for that. I don't have energy for that. Armin has no kids his life seems to be being a street preacher on a corner and getting into disputes with people. I I have to say, I think there's a role for that. Even if it can seem counterproductive, um, blasphemy on its own. So, I mean, Muhammad destroyed the idols. I mean, I don't think this is literally true, but in the myth, he destroyed the idols in Mecca, right? He was an iconoclast. Like he committed blasphemy against the old gods of Mecca. And, there's a role for that, that behavior, that behavior can start to, you know, kick things into gear, um, that the later consequences are much different. They're not as blasphemous. So then Muhammad and the Muslims reformed the behavior of the Arabs, all this stuff, right? I mean, this this is the theory. I'm just saying like, you know, like Islam itself, that holy book is a blasphemous book to a lot of non-muslims like you read it the things that it says about idol worshipers the things the way it, it talks about non-muslims right this is not that abnormal blasphemy is not that abnormal blasphemy is just how you view it in a lot of ways okay yeah. like now there's certain things which i think are against human nature which like you know that's why i say kushal just stop talking about what you're going to do to the quran you know <laughs> um so so i'm not saying that it's always <laughs> like that but then there's other things that are culturally um, conditional, like what is and isn't blasphemy. So, like you know, some some people are just like, I don't say Prophet Muhammad when I say Muhammad, and some people get butt about that. And my attitude is like, you get butt about that. I'm gonna say it again. You know, like you don't you don't make me respect your because like, I don't believe in that anyway. Okay, I'm not gonna call him a pedophile prophet all the time. I will sometimes, but whatever. I'm only gonna do it if you if you bring it up.
2: See, see, sorry, just on that point, just see, this is even another, uh, forget about sexual stuff, right? Like uh, images. But you just said this, uh, pedophile prophet. I don't say pedophile prophet because I don't think that's actually useful to, to the to the discussion. Now, some Muslims will say, no, I, I, some, some ex-Muslims will say, no, we have to call it out for what it is. Some ex-Muslims will say, how many Muslims are you going to convince by saying that? If I go to a Muslim and say, you, you do realize your prophet was a pedophile, right? You do realize he had sex slaves and banged them. Like, if I say that, I might just be stating facts according to their own hadith. How many of them are going to convince their minds? Like, I remember when I was a Muslim and someone would say, pedophile, prophet, I'm like, this person isn't interested in having a conversation. He just wants to have an insult. Like he's not interested. So even that word, you can. Uh, some people will say that's a productive word because it might shock them into thinking actually, a sleeping with a nine year old is pretty. That, that's crazy. Others will be like, no, this is complete. Go just you. you just want to insult me, and you you're not really interested in having a conversation. So you, we can go back and forth on, on these debate tactics or strategy. Should I use pedophile? Should I use pedophile? Should I draw a cartoon? Should I not draw a cartoon? Is Kalima too far, or is it not too far, or or is Hanuman the limit? The point oh. is, at the end of the day. With any with any religion, even if it's an Eastern religion, more so with Abrahamic, it's about control and power. On some level, there is an element of we want people to live in a certain way. And why, as an atheist, why as someone who has a rational mind and wants to go every to, to all the parts of the world of, of intellectual discourse with an open rational mind, asking questions, why would you want to give them the territory and say, please, you tell us how to have a conversation with you? Why would you say, "You, you tell us, if we can draw a cartoon or not, you tell us. If I can say pedophile or not, because we are ideologically in a disagreement with them. So who, like, when you're fighting an enemy, you say you tell me how to defeat you. If they, if they're an intelligent enemy, they'll they'll give you you know the least amount of thing you you, you know at least amount of moves you can make. You can't punch me. You can't kick me. You can't say you can't. Why are we determining what we can or can't say on their rules? I don't understand this. I really, this is a oh. very, uh, very uh, unusual thing. Because by the way, they're not asking us how, should, how how we should engage with them. They're not saying, well, you know, because, when you, you know the whole. Try...
1: Sorry, sorry. No, but you're trying to convert them, though. Well, both, right?
5: both. No, by we're, the way. we're not even trying to convert them. Nobody's even saying that. It,
0: it, it's just a matter of fact, as it said, that the blasphemy I don't agree. Uh, Arvind says it openly. Every atheist says it openly that uh, we want to convert no, people not, out of religion. No, but, but that's, that's not, not
5: the only goal. That that's it. That whenever someone puts an idea forward, it's a human desire for putting it forward that people would buy it. It's just like writing a book. book I would hope that people would buy it and people would buy my arguments, not monetary, monetarily buy it. That would that'd be nice too. But some of the <laughs> books can go for, uh, for free. But yeah. But they will buy the argument that we're saying. That's it. So is that conversion? Yes. I mean, we would like people to know that astrology or p- position of Jupiter in the sky is not going to have an impact on whether you're going to win a lottery tomorrow or not. That that I would like you to buy that. And in the process, if I make fun of astrology or, or, or all of these things, yeah, so w- what is it? That is, that's all. There's the only p- thing people, these people are not understanding is what's, The ideas that are in public domain, such as beliefs, deities, religions, political views, etc., this is in public domain. It's not personal. When a copper shoots you, he said, or arrests you, he tells you it's nothing personal. He's just doing his job. It's not personal. But when these people confuse it with, oh, freedom of expression, okay, I'm going to make dirty jokes about your mother, as though they're both equal. So that's what we're trying to teach these people that this is they're not equal. Fair enough. There are some people like Armin and there would be plenty m- m- many other people like Armin as well who would keep crossing the line and trust me they don't actually care about that.
0: That that's fair enough. So let me take the now let let's keep the last few minutes for people who have asked some questions. So uh, and Razeb has to go so let me ask a couple of questions so Razeb then we can let him go and then we can take the rest. So Razeb uh, Somebody has asked, I don't understand atheism that much, but to me, it was more about rationality and uh, reasoning. So where does the provocative part comes from? So wh- what's the atheistic rationale behind provo- provocation?
1: I mean, I think, I think part of it is, like, in some context, being an atheist is itself a provoca- pro- provocative thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up in a conservative Christian area where a lot of people didn't know what atheists were and the very fact that you existed and explained that you are a person that doesn't believe in God provokes people into new considerations of what the boundaries of belief and existence are. Right. And so I think, um, that's when, you, when it's like for some people, eating a hamburger in front of their face is provoking, right? They're vegetarians. Like you're expanding the boundaries of the possible. And so I think that's what some of the strategy is you know, to expand the boundaries of the possible.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So again, I don't know why this question is asked. Okay. I'm going it was for Harris, but I'm going to answer it. <laughs> Would you accept someone drawing a picture of your mom winking or in a compromising position? Then why do it with our gods whom we consider equal to our mothers and fathers? Harris literally answered this five minutes ago because they don't think that those pictures are their gods. That's why they do it because for them in their head they're not gods. So you guys are speaking past each other. I hope I'm able to understand that and this is what I want the atheists also to understand. Maybe they can be a little more considerate next time when they realize that cultural sensitivity is a very important thing. I'm not saying like I find all these things useless but the point is that for every believer, you have to understand for a disbeliever that image of Kali is not like a ma, it's just a portrait like a Harry yeah. Potter image. We, now, cannot,
5: you cannot- we cannot take anything just on its face value, especially if it comes without any evidence. People killed Jesus because he blasphemed and throughout human history, people have been killing each other over their red lines that they've drawn. If they can prove those red lines. No one would do it. There's no you wouldn't find any decent human being who would be coming after. One of the guys I and I brought it up. He's a Hindu guy, and I some people told told me that he's actually an anti-Muslim bigot, but he's not. He's the one who's come out in our support. Um, he he has given me. He's this guy is a walking encyclopedia of hadith, and some of my work. Uh, uh, he sent me those. I, I give him the homework to give me those hadith. He also said he criticizes Islam and sometimes it gets really crude and. He said the same thing. He said, if I he hates Imran Khan, he makes so many posts about Imran Khan, which is fine, screw it. He said that's the difference. He was, he was going back and forth. He was going back and forth with some, uh, some, some Hindu who was offended by it. And he was saying, but here's the difference. Despite of Imran Khan, and how much he hates him, he would not bring his kids into it because Imran Khan is a public person. He's doing whatever mm-hmm. he's doing in public domain. But involving his kids who've got nothing to do with that, that would be personal. So now you don't need any evidence for it that Imran Khan, are they his kids or not. But then you come to me and then you claim, and it's a very specific claim. It's a very, I don't get it. You know, Hindus tell me and everyone tells me, you know, some people were saying, you know, if you burned Gita down, we wouldn't be offended. So go and burn Gita along with along the with, um, you know, Quran and the Bible. We wouldn't be careful. Just don't sexualize it. And. And they say, oh, have you sexualized Aisha? That's, not. yeah, well, actually, no, there are plenty Muhammad of questions
2: about it. Muhammad did.
5: Yeah, Mohammed, <laughs> Muhammad did, but... Yeah. We, we don't Ma- need to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, but, yeah, but again, we're, we're not in, But there's so many people who do it, but again, you go after what the red line is. If your red line is, and it's very specific, it's like saying, I would not believe in, I would not listen to any alien if they ever came from any planet, but accept they have three eyes, only then I'll listen to them. It's like... okay, you can do everything, you can do this, you can bend the Gita, you can do this, you can do that, you can make fun of Hanuman, you can call him monkey god or not, but don't make my kalima wink or sexualize, it's not even pornography, just just wink. So they're triggered over wink. That's what they literally are. So, you know, we can, I get your point, that we're talking past each other, we're saying that she's not your mother, which actually is, if you want to say that she's your mother, it's like, imagine that, imagine there was a group of people in, Entire Americans started believing that Wonder Woman is our mother or is our national sister. And anyone who says something about Wonder Woman, you know, that's just, you know, they'll just get angry. They will they will cut diplomatic ties. They will register police supports and everything. Imagine now you'd be like, oh, geez, what's wrong with these people? I'm sorry, just because your claim is thousands of years old. And we are, we are to believe that, you know, this Kalima is your mother. Why? How? Do you have any evidence? No, but we just believe that and therefore don't make a wink. Sorry, not going to
2: buy it. So, but just, this, just, just, just to follow on. Uh, I, I hear this so often, like, oh, if, if and this happened with the uh, Muhammad Hijab and Apostate Prophet, we insult the Prophet or we criticize the Prophet, they go for the wife or the fan member. Yeah. There's a massive yeah. difference here. There's a massive difference. Apostate a Prophet's wife is not in the game. Right, Abdullah Gondo's wife is not in the game, right? Of criticizing or whatever it is or whatever. Muhammad is a prophet, right? So you know, forget about prophets. There are politicians in every country that get satirized, ridiculed, right? Whether it's cartoons or insults or comedy sketches or whatever you want to call it, right? We like in every country. Some countries go go harder than others, but they get ridiculed. Now, if you bring up a female, like a female politician, what was that name? The one in um, America, the. Palin. Oh, it. Uh, Palin. Uh, what's her first name? I can't Sarah, 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 Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. She got destroyed, right, by all sections of the media. Now, if that was my mum, right, she's a mother to someone, right? So her kids say, hey, hey man, that's my mum. Don't insult the because." But I would say she's not, to you she's your mum, but to us she's a politician who wants our votes. Yeah. Right? If she's asking me to vote for her, then I'm not criticizing her as your mum, I'm criticising her as the politician who's asking for my votes. The same way, I'm criticising Prophet Muhammad as the prophet who's claiming to be perfect or a god who's literally saying he's a god. Now, you might say, oh, I was metaphorical, but that's fine. I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with uh, different th- theologies within Hinduism. Nevertheless, I'm criticising Kalima, obviously disputing whether or not she's a real person or not, but as oh. a god, not as your mother. So even if your mother was a politician asking me for votes and i think she's got her ideas absolutely retarded i'm going to criticize her because she's asking for my votes if she's just your mother who has these weird views i'm like okay man like everyone's parents you know you know (laughs) my dad comes up with some some interesting stuff because so so does my mom Uh, but they're not running for office they're not asking for devotion this is the difference they do not understand whether it's Hindus or Muslims or Christians or whoever it is if you're asking for me my my vote my money my obedience then of course I'm going to criticize you and the more you ask the more I'm going to criticize simple as that christian why don't you
5: why don't you take some of the you know some of your channel members as like just the last segment i think i don't know if you're going to push it to 2 hours and maybe get some some callers to come in and then just ask oh, no the no question. no let's
0: take i have too many super Chats, so i have to Oh, care. okay Okay. All okay. right. So now three people have asked, and I think this is where all four of us are going to agree. Blasphemy laws. Everybody's asking, why the hell are we still living in this stupid age where there's a blasphemy law? I think Viru has done videos on blasphemy laws. Hmm. I don't need to tell Haris. Haris has done videos and yeah. <laughs> multiple no, videos. But I, think,
5: but I think people who are, who get offended and then they and people who do get offended... Whatever we do, we need some sort of legal framework, right? If people, those are people who get offended, who actually do demand something in return, some retribution in return, then I think blasphemy law, when, when we are actually defending those people, and we say, oh, you know, it's their sensibilities or whatnot, we should take care of it, whatnot, then then next step would be, because nothing stays the same ever. Everything, if, whatever there is, there will be some sort of improvement or whatever the opposite of improvement is it would not stay the same. There would be little changes. So when we say that, that, okay, they have insensibilities, of course they would demand for blasphemy law. Why do you think p- people in Pakistan get so triggered over blasphemy law? Because they want to protect their sensibilities. They want to protect that. Now they have, and you know, where it's going It's getting worse and worse. Just yesterday because of the Shura thing, I think something like 13 Shia clerics got arrested in Pakistan in the last couple of days. In the month of August alone, there were 43 registered cases of blasphemy. 43—that's the biggest month ever in the entire history of Pakistan. And there have been Twitter tag, uh, Twitter trends after Twitter trends. The Shia declare them kafir, declare them kafirs. And you know we've been saying this for for a very long time. And they you know, they did that with Ahmadis. because blasphemy law. You you say okay, blasphemy is a crime. Even if it's a hundred dollar crime, it's going to get worse. It's going to go from hundred dollars to one month in prison, and then six months, and, and and then the capital punishment. So when these people, you say, okay, these are red lines, sensibilities. Please take care. I'm sorry. With the, the the other people follow this principle that, and if it, if it's not supported by evidence, I don't have to respect it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Sham, uh, I have a couple of questions for you. Sure. All right. So somebody has asked, uh, do you think the history of idols and temples getting broken and invaders pissing on idols is one of the reasons for such harsh comebacks? And if an atheist feels Kalima can be mocked for being imaginary, what is the threshold of mocking? Would breaking idols be acceptable as well? Sham, how do you react to that? I mean,
4: I genuinely do believe that people should have the freedom to speak, say and you know do what they want obviously within legal limits so i would say yeah i would say if somebody wants to you know post terrible memes about no no but so
0: i'll reframe yeah. the question so obviously yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't go to a private property and break their idol because that would that's, be breaking that's an exactly what i'm saying that's but exactly what i'm, I'm saying but if i get an idol myself and i break it that,
4: that is was fine. the point that i was going to make like that's the point that i made to you offline as well when we were talking about this whole thing and i made it on my video as well when i was talking about what happened in sweden because this far right group like burnt the quran and that led to whatever happened in malmo and so the point that i was making that if you buy a book right, if you paid money to buy a book it's your property whatever the hell you want to do with your property that's fine if i buy let's say you know there's a Journalist in India, whose book uh, was deemed by the Supreme Court to be full of conjectures and surmises. And if I buy that book, and then if I burn that book, or if I bury it in my backyard, that's my right, because that property now belongs to me. Uh, If an ex-Muslim wants to, let's say, create a sculpture of a Hindu god out of clay in their backyard, and then they want to break it and then want to film it, Go ahead, like I can, I and I completely understand that people will be upset about it, and people would like say things to them on social media. Fine, but again, if if that's your property, do with what you want, and that kind of comes back to the whole blasphemy law thing as well. And I think all four of us are in agreement that uh, we need to get rid of them. And Kushal and I talk about it all the time uh, about getting rid of blasphemy laws in India because I just think. I also think that, and Kushal and I also agree that we also believe that it actually runs counter to Indian civilizational values. Like a lot of people will say that, oh, no, that's not true. Hindus do get so upset all the time. They do. That's correct. But I, I, we both Kushal and I firmly believe that they do run counter to our civilizational values.
5: Yeah.
0: So uh, quite a few comments here.
5: Uh, for... I, I, keep, I keep seeing these people. Now, Pooja just your member, just said, this guy doesn't get it. This is not freedom of speech. You can't justify porn. It's not porn. Have you do you know what porn is? Can you just go <laughs> Google sure and just porn.com and then I think, you'll, you'll I think we can find out what porn is.
2: Kushal, do you want to share so, some uh, your your screen right now and, and show
0: uh, what the, what porn you're watching? Shahan Some ja shahanto ja there's quite a few interesting comments. Actually, one guy made a very good uh, comment. It's not a question. He said, all religions are blasphemous of each other. So yeah. every religion, as far as they are concerned. So a Christian is committing blasphemy for the other. The other is committing blasphemy for the other. So, yeah, that's a good point. Too. And like,
4: if, Even if you look at like India, like various Sampradayas in India, like if you have like a Shavite group or like a Vaishnavite group, they often will not. They often do not think that the Shaivite group is probably as good as their Vaishnavite mm-hmm. group. And, you know, ISKCON, like one of the big Hindu sort of uh, groups, they, they often have like imagery where like other deities are kind of shown as a little bit subservient to Krishna. And so if you think about it in certain ways, that could be considered blasphemy, but nobody really thinks about it because nobody really cares about that stuff. But I think they care more when it's like a personal, physical attack on like their particular deity. But then they also need to think about the fact that like various Sampradayas in India are always blaspheming against each other, if you want to use that definition.
0: Yeah, so another comment was that if a believer in faith X insults divine symbols belonging to faith Z, the Z's in retaliation can insult symbols of X. But believers can't offend atheists who don't hold anything sacred. Which creates a cognitive shock to the believers. It is why they get personal attacks from the believers. I think that's a very good observation because for the for the for the believe for the disbeliever, nothing is sacred. So the believer doesn't know how to get to him, and that yeah. leads to your mama. That's all. Everything leads yeah. to your mama. Because they you know, know there's battle. Your mama is sacred. You don't know <laughs> understand anything.
5: There was Go a battle then. right after. There was a battle right after um, Muhammad's death, and so many uh, Sahabis got killed, and that's why Usman Usman thought that we need to canonize the Quran. That battle. Guess what it was called? Yamama. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, you know um, the battle of Yamama. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, the,
2: the, the funny thing is, uh, was, I don't know if it's funny or not, but I mean, you know, this happened to myself, Harris, and many. Uh, ex Muslim, but I know especially with Harris, it happened to me as well. I have Muslims who want to, like, if I say Charlie Hebdo, I agree with their, you know, they should have been killed and they have the right to do the prophets, whatever, they have the right to draw. Should I draw your mom? Should I, your, your mom is a whore, your mom is this, your mom is that? I'm like, firstly, my mom is a Muslim, and so are you, you're a Muslim as well. I didn't, I didn't realize you could insult other Muslim My mom prays five times a day, she went on hard, she's very, very devout and religious, right? She come, you want to insult me. By insulting a actual Muslim, right, as a result they insult Harris's parents or Harris's family who are Muslims, right. So they are right. There is such a level of uh, cognitive dissonance that they're willing to insult members of their own religion just to get to us. So I'm like, I know who my mom is. She's a very loving person, nurturing person. You know, uh, she's a devout Muslim. I respect her for her uh, faith and her and her um, devoutness. Right? But she's, maybe. Sincere. But I'm mean, like, you, you guys are insulting your own people now.
5: It's such- <laughs> but maybe Tariq Fatah is onto something in his r- recent video. He said the ex Muslims are still a part of the Ummah, or they're trying to be a part of the Ummah, that loony Tariq okay. Fatah. Maybe he's, he's onto something because you know those Muslims who attacked me, even though they were hinting that they're going to attack my mother. And I was just prepared that maybe I was prepared that they're going to Photoshop my mother's photo as well. No mm-hmm. one of them actually did it. And that that's quite that was quite a shock to me. And then I then I you know after I, they apologized and all that, and I spoke with one of them, and they were like, "Nah, we we every time they did it, they actually felt bad about it." But um, again, I, I'm not giving them any brown, But I think they were still maybe they they did think that oh you know that mother is still a Muslim, so if we attack her, that's a. But that there was no such problem with um, with, with our Hindu brothers. The, they didn't take five minutes to start put really pornographic images with puja were you okay with the images probably not you, you're a woman I'm assuming you're a decent woman but that's porn where we, what they did with uh, Armin's mother that's porn what Kali did I'm sorry it wasn't porn I'm, I'm really sorry I can't accept that but as Haris I said,
0: I have a female's perspective so much thank you Sexualization it is yeah, disturbing. Disturbing. But it's, the, it's the men, it's the Hindu men who are getting more offended and they, they're showing their offense by showing pornographic, ma- making porn images. If uh, 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 a female is offended, we have to listen to a female's point of view. That's all I'm saying. We have hmm. to understand a female's point of view. why. Uh, I can tell you she's a member and uh, I know her personally. If it doesn't make sense. No no, that's perfectly
5: nope. fine. I, I'm
0: so for for freedom of expression. But what she's trying to say is, as a woman, I find sexualization problematic at a general level.
5: That's yeah, but th- like.
0: but this is the problem, Kushal. and this is what I, I actually me-
5: messaged in the comment to Puja as well. Unfortunately, that is not a yardstick because then we have other women in Iran, they say, you know, because I asked Puja, "Is how is that pornographic?" She said, "To me, it's pornographic. That winking of, of uh, Kalima is pornographic." But to me, that's what that's what Puja said. But I'm saying that then there are women who say the cover you here because that's immoral. Where are we going to draw the line? I I, I don't think that this is how we can take. And this and I I'm not saying you should buy me, buy my argument today, or I'm gonna buy your argument today, but these are the things that's why these conversations take place. If Armin hadn't done that, this conversation would not have taken place. Point, point, point. Too. And I think at some point some people along the way will change their will change their minds, and this is what's called progression.
0: Yeah, but we have to understand and I think this is a very important point which nobody raised and I'm actually grateful that Puja has raised this point about sexualization. See, uh, people always give the point of how Hindu scriptures are built. Nobody knows it better. I'm literally going to conduct a very detailed discussion of the Ramayana in an hour and I know what's there in the Ramayana but there is a huge difference in how they do it and how it is done on the other end. Uh, consent is a very important factor. Like even in the Ramayana recently, we know in chapter 47 we had this beautiful story of uh, Indradev and Ahalya. And clearly in that case also there is consent. Ahalya consented to what Indradev did. But the point is that a lot of these things, Haris, are much more uh, much more nuanced. It's, that's all I'm trying to say. Okay, Vidu, I can't let you go because uh, I'll... Oh, yeah, bol rahe, tu Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, so, tell me, how would Zakir Naik react oh, to the Quran being burnt? Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I
2: wasn't even in the right... Hang on a second. Let me think. Uh, okay, so what's the question? Okay, I've got to practice. This is a bit of a uh, behind-the-scenes... Uh, hang on. Where's his camera? though? Yeah, behind, behind the scenes. So, there has to be a warm-up of the vocal cords and the tongue. You know, because, you know he speaks
3: like this. So... That's a very good question. <laughs> but he's a Hindu. Atheist Hindu. Which is the two worst possible things you could be. Atheist and Hindu. Mashallah. And he said... <laughs> I forgot the question. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? Uh, what to would Zakir
0: Naik do? Uh, uh, okay, what would Zakir say to Armin? Because he spat on the Quran.
3: Let me tell you that... First of all, you are ex-Muslim. But you are a Shia ex-Muslim. Which means that you are never Muslim in the first place. You are ex-Muslim twice. (laughs) So, you want to spit on the Quran. But let me ask you, what is the health benefit of spitting on the Quran? As a medical doctor, you know, a medical doctor. I've an operation before. And there is no health benefit of spitting on the Quran. If you spit on on the Quran today... Allah will spit on you. Do you want Allah to spit on you on the day of judgment? Brother? Do you want to be drowning in the spit of Allah? You want to burn the book? You want to urinate on the book? I'm not going to say the rest. I'm going to say do you want Allah to read?
2: <laughs> That's my red line. You see, I, I was like, I don't want to say that because I felt bad. I don't know why I felt bad. Maybe Allah I would have said.
0: Okay, so there was one more comment and I think Harish, you'll get it now. So why does someone who doesn't understand the art of Hindu iconography get to comment on it? I think everybody gets to comment on it. That's not. But what they're trying to say, it is, is it so hard for you know, atheists to understand that we have specific gods for specific facets of life? And when you change the meaning for us, it, it's going to hurt us because you're misrepresenting our religion. That's very hurtful for them.
5: Right. So, so see, this this part, again, that is the whole point. And I understand that you don't have to buy our worldview on that. That having an emotional connection to to whether it's a symbol or you literally believe in some sort of an avatar that existed a long time ago or whatnot. Having an emotional connection to something that we find it to be non-existent or having no evidence of, we find it irrational. Now, Again, as I said, it could be a lot worse. People would, and I and I worry people would do a lot worse things. But your feelings, unfortunately, at that point become irrelevant. And, and there's a bigger point to be made here because feelings are hurt can never be taken seriously because this is what. Okay, who's Arundhati Roy? Which which goddesses is she? Is she challenging? No, she's just challenging your nationalist views, you know, politically, politically, you disagree with her. And then what people do, I've seen people send me some images of her where where people had uh, justified morphing her photos, abuse, and she went into depression or something. So there will always be people who would be like, my feelings are hurt. Where do we draw the line? Why do we draw the line at a Kali goddess winking an eye? Why? And unfortunately, and, and th- look, unfortunately, this is how logic unfortunately works. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. I understand that you have an emotional connection. You do get hurt. I'm not doubting that you do get hurt. But this is the same thing Muslims say. Don't criticize our, our dearly beloved Prophet Muhammad because we get hurt. And look how far we've come. Fair enough. It's not my job. It's not Amin's job to actually spread Um, well actually I think it is because that's another part of our worldview we see the whole world as one family so to me an Indian is just as me as in someone from Iceland is just as me as well so you know there's other elements as well so um, that's the part I mean we we, we get it you have an emotional connection and you do get hurt but we cannot rationally justify it I keep saying it I haven't done any of that myself I got all the heat because I supported Armin um, because I can't uh, Video, can you be get some of the heat as well? Do you support Armin? Of yeah, course yeah. you do. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you I, cannot. I, I, you, yeah, of course. Because yeah. you cannot see the thing is whether we do that or not. That's a totally different thing. But we cannot oppose Armin because Armin is such a beast. He would say, "Okay, Harris, explain to me where did I wh- what what did I do wrong and how is there rationally you can justify?" We have nothing. My feelings are hurt. That's
2: nothing. That's not a good uh, Also, I just want to say, I said this at the beginning, that if tomorrow, Amin Nawabi says, you know what, guys? Actually, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done this. I will not do this again. It's wrong to do it. Then the bar will come lower and then lower. And then someone will say to me, Waleed, you should stop doing this stuff as well. Right? This, this is offensive. You're imitating Islam, uh, Muslim sheikhs or you're mocking the Islam and this and that. And then I might say, okay, you know what? I won't say anything either because I've told you these, especially with Abrahamic religions, but this is also true now with a segment of uh, some Hindus, but we know, listen, take it from us, right? You're, you're from the Eastern uh, religious culture. We're from the Abrahamic, right? So it's much more hardcore with us. So take our word for it in the sense that these people, the more ground you give them, the more ground they'll take. Okay uh i was compared to modi there i don't know if that's a compliment or a, or this a uh, cuz i know he's a very controversial figure but i'm telling you the more ground you give them and say okay you're offended by this we won't talk about that anymore you're offended by this we won't talk about about, about that anymore they will take it so and we know when they take the ground right they take it for themselves they won't give you any of the rights that that, that, that they that they demand for as minorities in, in in other countries we know that it's it's a very one way one direction kind of religion, these Abrahamic faiths. And I'm saying to you, please do not be infected by that same way of thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that's what, I, it's very one way. They will take it and they will not give you anything in return. And yeah. like, like, for example, I also
5: see that very quickly, I also see this, the, 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 I'm just picking some of these random quotes and what we hear all the time that, criticize, but do not insult. You know, more, more I see, more I'm seeing this outrage more I'm seeing the similarity between Muslims and all religious beliefs. Criticise but do not insult. Really, where would you draw the line of insult? And The same person up there has said that uh, Arundhati deserved all all the hate she got. Okay, did she insult you as well? No, because we know that people will always have different standards. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when, when, when some trolls go to Muslims and they show a 52 year old man with a boner and standing next to a little Mm. girl. That's very offensive to a lot of people. Some of us are giggling giggling on the inside. We're like, okay, but we won't do it. So uh, criticize but do not insult. They say that. You always say that. But deep down inside, no, you don't want criticism either. And again, Mm. you, you have a different definition of criticism. Kali Ma, as I said, I keep saying it, winking. She's winking. That's not pornographic. That's not demeaning in any shape or form. The Wonder Woman, if she was winking, yeah, would you be offended? If you are really defending the honor of women, would you be offended looking at uh, Lara Croft, sexy uh, cartoon or something? No, you wouldn't be. She, Lara Croft, also represents women. No, but, but but this is your emotional connection to a Hindu deity. That's your emotional connection, and that's why you're offended. And this is why we see holes in it.
0: Yeah. So I'm just gonna take three, two, three more comments, and then you know we'll wrap things up. So. Okay, Vivek had said, and this was for me, so I kept it to the end. Vivek said, most of the wild abuses I saw and got on Kushal's thread was from the handles having Ram or Krishna as the profile, which makes me sad. Do they genuinely feel they are saving religion? Who wins in this situation? Vivek, nobody wins in this situation. And I appreciate that you felt bad that my family was attacked. But the point is, uh, I don't care. Uh, you know what, uh, and first of all, uh, you know, I got a lot of messages, people saying, oh, I'm really sorry about this. I apologize. First of all, don't apologize for what other people do. Hmm. And anyway, even if you are a believing Hindu, you know, what does Hinduism believe? Each and every individual person pays for their own karma. So why hmm. do you worry? your <speaking> <speaking in the world> <speaking in the world> My entire tweet was in defense of Hinduism. If people don't realize, I might be a disbeliever, but I always say I'm a proud Hindu. It's one of the most beautiful cultures we have. Such an open culture which allows so many uh, you know, opposite views. So I, I'm not uh, leaving my Hindu identity for what? A few Twitter trolls, who cares? Who, who cares about that? And uh, then another comment was, don't you think picking the Manuswriti or the Yannyewalke Smriti is picking the lowest common denominator? No, they are your Dharmashastras. So the, that's the answer for you there. And um, uh, uh, other was uh, is western society having a problem I think we covered that when I initially talk about, spoke about wokism. so all mm. of that was covered and the rest was uh, initially Hindus thought Armin was a Muslim and now what, what What if riots broke because of that who is responsible Armin Uday Armin is not responsible for that the people who uh, do violent acts are responsible for that but I do want to answer this question you know I want to bust this myth and this is with Vidu and Harris on the live chat right now. You know, a lot of times these attempts are made to compare these third-rate Hindus who are there in minority on Twitter. Like even with my tweet, the overwhelming majority of people liked it, supported it and came out in my support. But obviously there are some people who are uh, going to be offended. So first of all, get, get, get rid of that. But yeah, I'm sorry to say that this, you know, every time a Hindu does something atrocious, you're going to compare it with what real Islamists do. And, you know, I was listening to Armin saying, You know, how many Muslims send me death threats? Zero. Yes, Armin. Do you know how many Muslims actually get on the streets and kill? Many. You want to listen to that? He 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 actually did say it. He actually did say it. He
5: actually did acknowledge it. He said he's getting. he, um, he, he gets, he, it's definitely more
0: um, for him to, he, he's going to get lynched by Muslims, most, yeah. more
1: likely, yeah, but that, they're getting that's more a threats.
0: Bullshit, That's a bullshit rationality. If he's so rational, then he should not make such bullshit, irrational arguments. That, no. oh, he's are the same as those jihadists. No, who are I same. don't think he said same.
5: No, he's, he didn't say same. I, he's actually very, see, this is the thing. You can't find holes in his narrative because he actually said that he, on, specifically on that issue, on, the, on on the mob coming after him on Twitter, and that's where I think we started another chain that 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 Muslims will come and kill you when they're offended. A Hindu will come and make pornographic images of your mother when he's offended, you know. So, so, like, so I prefer, the, wow, yeah. okay. But the birds reacting differently, and, and some Hindus are defending, and they're saying, At least we don't behead you, <laughs> you know. All right, thank you very much for helping. You know, I, I just wanna, you know, you said some people are now again saying that um it, it's not about her winking but it's it's actually about calling her sexy there's a i don't know if you can see this image there was a malayalam movie um i don't know if you want to share that screen and i asked her oh, i generally... i don't want
0: to
5: share that because okay, the... okay. yeah okay so it's actually a, it's a... people okay okay it's actually a bollywood movie right okay fair enough you don't want to, want to share it. yeah the movie is called sexy durga it was released in 2017 in malayalam mollywood and then somebody told me it actually got banned in 2019 as well. But it also won Netherlands, high Netherlands or, Belgium, maybe Netherlands or Belgium, highest international movie award, kind of like Oscar, but obviously not Oscar. Um, I mean, that's what we're saying that some one Hindu guy was saying that our ancient uh, our ancestors were definitely more liberated in their thoughts, which is oh, yeah. kind of which is kind of is a point that on one hand, you know, you're making sexualized images. And then here, these pious people are getting triggered over uh, Ma winking and then some guy called she's sexy. Okay. What's so... I don't get I, I,
2: I, I, I mean, I, listen, uh, uh,
0: Kushal, you can correct I call them Abrahamic Hindus.
2: I was just going to say that. You can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I mean whichever of these gods Kalima or durga whoever they're not overweight they're they're pretty good looking like like just like the guys they're, they're in good shape, they're muscular they're whatever so if they i mean if if i if I were to say you know they're good looking they're sexy they're i mean I wouldn't say that, but you know they're whatever handsome or pretty i mean is is that an insult now I mean I don't understand like you know uh, they're on the temple i mean, not them, but you know there's a lot of s- sculptures and Uh, you know what you call it uh, writing or pictures of of sexual positions or whatever you want to call it in temples and stuff if someone looks at that if that's not sexy then 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 what is that i don't understand i mean unless you're saying you wanted to to take a muslim or christian approach everything's haram and cover it cover everything up which i don't think hinduism is and you you're telling me and harita that that, that they were much more sexually liberated or much more open oh yeah Um, so I, i don't understand where this sexy insult it's not even an insult. Even Kalima, even Kalima itself. Even Kalima itself.
5: The original image that I'm talking about. I don't know how that drawing's supposed to be. She's she's not wearing any thick, heavy clothes. You know, it's like nudity. Mm. I mean, of course, the uh, breasts are not being shown. Uh, but you know, she's not wearing any clothes, and it's like a you know warrior princess Zena kind of a character. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's. It's very attractive. I'm not saying in sexual way now. Please don't come after me. But I'm saying it's very attractive in terms of art. That, okay, you cannot imagine that in the, in the Abrahamic cults, in the Abrahamic no, religions. No. You cannot imagine that in Christianity, Judaism, or Islam. On the I mean, other hand, yeah, yeah. we could understand that back in the days of Pompeii in, in Roman times, they were very liberated. But then this curse of Abrahamic religions came. But you guys kept your tradition. But then you became Abrahamized. Somewhere mm. along the way.
0: That's the problem. And I think this is a perfect way to close the discussion. This this message that you gave, Hindus became Abrahamized. And that, that's the reason they came after me. Because I did not stand up for what Armin did. I'm very clear. Uh, I, I am very clear that the intent matters. And I knew the intent of Armin in this case. Uh, I, I don't like riling people up and so let's wrap things over here and I'll just make a few comments and then we can go offline. But my whole problem is that I stood up for Hinduism. I said Hindu gods, goddesses, Hindu scriptures, you know, they, they portray a whole plethora of uh, human emotions. They show anger, you know, Kali a Rudra Roop, as they say, where Kali is, is angry. You know, they show anger. They show sensuality. They picked on the word hot and sexy as if it was a problem. My whole point was that not, not the devotee doesn't look at the goddesses like that. The devotee doesn't look at the goddess in a, uh, in a in a perverted way. The devotee is understanding those human emotions through the scripture. And that's what Hinduism has always been. It's always been like that. I mean, if you don't believe me, do your homework. Read the Bhagavad Puran. Read Sarga 47, Balakandam, Valmiki Ramayan. Read it. You will see the story of Indra Dev. You know, you know, he went inside and it shows what? It shows Ahalya consenting to having extramarital coitus. Now that is Hinduism. What are you hmm. going to ban from iron now? What are you going to do? Where are you going to stop? Then you have to ban 30% of Hindu literature. There are so many beautiful stories. But where Armin crossed the line was, he was not doing it from the way Hindus understand it. He was doing it purposely to cross a line. And Armin has every right to do that. Armin has got every legal right to do that. And the people who went after Armin by making disgusting photos of his mother have actually proven Armin right and have made lives of you know disbelievers like me or believers like sham and the millions of hindus online very hard let me tell you that much it's very hard to defend this when you have somebody's mother's pornographic images being put on the internet i mean you should be ashamed of yourself to do these things मेरे जैसे चारवक को तुम लोग टॉलरेट कर देते हो जो बोलता है कि सब कुछ ढकोसला है और एक आदमी जिसने कुछ एक उसने फोटो शेयर की एक उससे हो गया और अभी तमाशा देरेस टू 295 फाइव एक केस फाइल्ड ऑन आर्मीन ओ यार अकल है वो कनाडा में बैठा हुआ है उधर उसके ऊपर कौन से केस करने वाले हो क सारे के सारे खोते आ गए हैं पता नहीं किधर से ओ अकल नहीं है तुमको अभी क्या होना है मैं तुमको बताता अभी तक तो सिर्फ आर्मी नवाबी ने किया है अभी ये जो गोरे एथिस्ट है ना इन्होंने नहीं देखा था अभी तक हिंदूइज्म को अब गोरे आने हैं तुम्हारे पीछे अब उनको बोल देना जी अमेरिका में youtube and to the other side before we go to neo atheists oye kya hai aur koi agar religion critique your problem. your problem <laughs> 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 Literally the entire discourse is tweedledee and tweedledum and yeah. corner I'm oh I'm sorry, if you don't find people making pornographic images of Armin Nawabi's mother problematic, there is something really wrong in your head. There is something genuinely wrong in your head. And I will never agree with Armin Nawabi. I will always oppose his style of atheism and I will remain opposed to it till I find a better argument. I have not found a better argument, and I'm far more well read than Armin Nawabi for, for your information. And he cannot challenge me on Hinduism, he cannot. I know everything in and out, but the way we have treated Armin Nawabi in this entire process is actually disgusting. It's disgusting. It is a shame. I'm not apologizing on behalf of any Hindu. Mera koi theka nahi hai. उसको, उसको, उसको but think about it and you know what everybody calm down I know I was ranting right now but I was ranting for a reason but let me tell you is not going to find a solution haris Sultan is not your enemy Razib Khan is not your enemy Walid Vain is not your enemy Sharma is not your enemy. we are not your enemies man We are your allies. We want uh, your growth and our growth. We just, you know, some of us were like, you know, we just wanted to be left alone. Yes, Armin Nawabi does not want to be left alone. But you know how you can defeat Armin Nawabi? Next time he does something provocative against Hinduism, block him on Twitter, block him on Facebook, block his YouTube channel, ignore, move forward. And you know what? Right now he's going to make a few thousand dollars. Just because of your stupidity, you have just made him richer. So gadhet tum ho, baki koi nahi Anyways, on that very amazing note, let's end today's discussion. And I want to thank my friends. And yes, they are my friends. Tum logo problem hai to do. Kyunki mereko baar baar Why are you friends with Haris? Why are you friends with this? Well, they are my friends. They'll be my friends. Always be my friends. I'll stand up for them. So once again, do and Harris, thanks for coming for the discussion. Can
5: I, can I very quickly answer a question? Somebody said that, thought that I was lying and maybe he, he's misrepresenting me. I don't want to leave a bad taste in his mouth. Arvin, Armin said that Hindu following Hinduism because they have sexy god. got that's not what he said. That's the underlying joke with it. I don't know. Maybe you don't understand English or maybe you don't understand Western sense of humor. When someone says he's joking about it. Oh. How come more people are not following Hinduism? Look, their gods are so sexy. That's what he said. He's not saying that Hindus are following Hinduism or Kalima because she's so sexy. That's not what he said. So, you know.
0: And if you like what I'm doing over here, please subscribe, like. And today at 9 p.m. in just about 40 minutes, guess what? I'm gonna do I'm going to be discussing the Ramayan behind a paywall. So if you want to join it, you can become a member or go on Patreon and we're going to be discussing from Sarga 55. Anyways, on that note, thanks to each and every guest. Unfortunately, Razim and Sham had to go early, but thanks a lot to Haris and Waleed. You know, these are good people, and go and subscribe to their channels too. Yes, they're good people get over that. But uh, on that note, take care, goodbye, I'll see you next time.